your daily dose of reality radio. It starts now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am Clay Edwards. We are live in the Mack Hike of Flowood, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram Studios here in Florida, Mississippi. Good morning to everybody out there listening in Radio Land. We're streaming worldwide at WYAB.com on the TuneIn app at WYAB. And of course, over the airwaves on the FM dial at 103.9 WYAB here in Central Mississippi. If you want to get in touch with the show today, the Guns and Gear text line 769 241 1944. The Clay Edwards Show Hotline. 601-879-0002. If email is your thing, clay at wyab.com. And of course, I am on all social media at SaveJXN or just uh, search Clay Edwards on Facebook. I'm in Facebook jail, but I got a, uh, my messenger still works so I can get messages there. I had a second account that I've had for about 12, 13 years. I deleted it yesterday. I am uh, <clears throat> I'm trying to minimize my social media footprint a little bit, at least consolidate it some. Because uh, I logged into that old account the other day and had a bunch of important missed messages that I did not see. And uh, so I do apologize. But you only, you only use one Facebook. It is what it is. So anyway, I'm easy to find. Twitter at Save Jackson. All that fun stuff. All right. Here in the studio, uh, just sat down and joined me. Uh, DarkHorsePressNow.com. It's very own. Miss Therese April. Good morning, Hi everybody. How you doing? I'm good. I've got to squeak the mic one more time. Uh, it's all you know. We think we put some WD forty on these things at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't do like I thought it would. <clears throat> I know. Every time I get here and get it adjusted, it's squeaky, squeak, squeak. Yep. So what's going on? Not a lot. Just it feels like Monday still, but thankfully it's not. So. It does. You know, I last week I had like a bit of a sinus infection all week, and I just didn't sleep good. Yeah. The last two nights, I have gotten grade A. Uh, hotel sleep. Oh, that's nice. Like double down comfort or hotel type mm-hmm. sleep. You know what I mean? Weston hotel type sleep. Wow. Uh, their beds and comforters are really comfortable. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I have a picture of pillows in my mind when you say that. Exactly. I've never stayed at the one in Jackson because, you know, I don't Just, do things that would require me to stay at a hotel locally. Right. But I have stayed at the one in Memphis, and that is one of my favorite hotels. Best customer service I've ever had at a hotel. Yeah. Anyway. The, what I love too. about hotels is you go in there and, you know, you've got the pillows. And if you get the, the room with the two beds, you've got like eight pillows. Yes. <laughs> Usually I just pile them up and sleep on top of the pillows. That is the one thing sorely lacking in my bed is extra pillows. I've got two little small pillows and I use both of them. Right, me too. And I'm like, I really need more pillows so I can kind of curl up with. you know, Because I, I don't know if, about anybody else, but if my knees touch in my sleep, my body temperature goes up 837 degrees. Really? Yes. So I try to put a sheet or something there, just something to break up the skin. But one of those big body pillows may be the, just what the doctor ordered. Isn't it funny how we all have these like weird sleep things? Like I have to be in such and such position with my elbow under my head or, you know, whatever like that. Yeah. So I, my, I tore my right rotator cuff, I mean, completely off the, the hinges a few years ago. I mean, just the, it and the bicep were not mm-hmm. even connected. So I prefer, because I'm deaf in my right ear. Yes. So I prefer to sleep, in theory, on my right side, because I listen to podcasts at night just to keep my head clear, and sure. it just helps me sleep. But if I sleep on my right side, everything goes numb from like the nerve issues. 
<laughs> and, it's, and, and numb is not comfortable. Right. Numb actually hurts. Numb is not a good word for numb. Deadened, I mm-hmm. guess, maybe. And it, so that the, that wakes me up, the rest of my body going to sleep. So then I'll end up sleeping on my left side. But then it's like my deaf ear is up, which don't get me wrong, there's nice that definitely has its advantages. Sure. Like when uh, neighbors are loud or dogs are barking or whatever. And uh, <clears throat> so, anyway, that's my little sleep things. Yes. Well, when you said that, I, this is random, but we have all had those dreams that we can never forget. And when I was like, I mean, I was like in junior high, I was sleeping at my grandmother's house and I was laying on my arm like that and fell asleep. And I dreamed that there was a train wreck and that I was like trying to help people in the train wreck and I found this arm and I was walking around carrying this arm and I woke up gripping my own arm because it was so dead asleep that I couldn't tell it was my arm in my sleep. Yeah, absolutely. So apparently I, I have trauma from that dream. <laughs> have you ever read any dream books? I, you know, I've, I've looked it up online and stuff, but I've never read a book. My mom has. And I mean, I, I have, and I've been tempted to, I've had some weird dreams here lately. Hmm. And, uh, I mean, not like bad, well, I guess it could be depending on your perspective, but. And depending on how it translates. Yes. Yeah. But uh, that's just weird dreams. Like you're like, oh, I dreamed I was eating Captain Crunch. And that really means like all your teeth are actually going to fall out or something. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's see here. Let me just check the messages real quick here on. Uh, you get a notification that somebody sent a message. Yeah. And then they're still typing. Yeah. It's like that didn't really send a message. You must be on Snapchat. No, this is actually a Facebook Messenger. Oh. So kind of weird. They're sending uh, a message note? Well, uh, I don't know if we want to say this person's whole name, but uh, sure. Chris text in on the Guns and Gear text line here okay. on my Facebook Messenger, whatever you want to call it. And it says, one year sober, alcohol-free, brother. Hey, well, congratulations, Congratulations, Chris. man. That's big. That is a huge accomplishment. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, if you feel like it's a, it's an all or nothing kind of thing, uh, your sobriety, I absolutely support absolutely. that. Absolutely, yeah. You know, that's, not my, that's not my road to hoe, but teach their own. Well, and I, everybody has a different way of handling things. Like I have a friend who's sober, and he just straight up cannot take a sip. Yeah. And for me, I mean, I've I've done some of the stuff with my PTSD, and I can drink, and I can drink in moderation. But um, there was a time that I couldn't, you know. So it's just each each to his own, I think. Yeah, you know, it's like for, for example, we went up to uh, the casino for the I Love the Nineties tour Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I didn't drink anything all week. How was that? Phenomenal. Awesome. Phenomenal. Um. I partook Saturday night. I uh, we'll call it recharged Sunday. <laughs> we a, all know what that means. With a mimosas, uh-huh. and uh, sat around the house and made some red beans and rice. And um, Monday was great, you know. But I won't drink again until uh, Friday night. I have a little event I'm gonna go to. I'll have a few beers, but you know, I don't see any reason to to drink Saturday or Sunday, you right. know, unless I go get some crawfish or something. I'll have some beer, you know. But you know, moderation. That's the key. Yep. That's the key. Uh, we're looking for a beer sponsor here on the show. I would love to have an official beer of the Clay Edwards Show. Oh, man. I would love to have an official beer of Dark Horse Press. Absolutely. Maybe. I, I need to get Dark Horse Wine to, to sponsor us. You know, I don't you're, know even how to go about that. <laughs> uh, well, so the thing with wine and liquor sponsor is because the state controls it all, mm-hmm. there are still the distrib- the quarter, they, I guess they're distributors, whatever right. you want to call it, the people that market those lines here locally. Because I had a liquor license at the clubs and stuff. Yeah. I can maybe be able to help you out with a, maybe we can help each other out. Let's maybe do a, that. Maybe a combo deal. Let's work on that for sure. I think we can do that. We do well with the Mac hike. Absolutely. That seems to be working. So, speaking of Mac hike, uh, get out there and see my friends over there in Flowood. Mac hike, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram of Flowood. My buddy Corey McDonald, Parker Bullock. Is it Bullock? Bullock? What's mm-hmm. it? Bullock, Parker Bullock, uh, Hunter, Abe, Ready Teddy, Kenji. 
And I don't know any of the other salespeople's names, but I know they're awesome. I follow a bunch of them on social media. Yeah, there's Noah and Robert and, oh, I think Anthony, I think. Yeah, I'm I'm learning them all as I go in there every week. And I I just love it there because if I have questions about cars, they can answer them. You know, it's a great spot to be if you're just even curious about what's going on. You know, like, well, what is the new, you know, the 2023 Dodge Charger look like? You know, tell me what's different. You know, that kind of thing. They can tell you everything. You know, one of the other things, too, we talk about the car sales side of things a lot. <clears throat> and this is just a broader business thing here. Uh, we all know that in, when you run a big business, you deal with a lot of people, especially on the retail mm-hmm. side. You're going to have <clears throat> you're going to have problems. There's going to be disagreements. There's going to be upset customers. Sure. It's just the nature of the beast. Absolutely. I don't think anybody when I when I read like all five star reviews from places, I'm a little weary about that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, they, where's the mad customer at? Right. But it means they typically handled it well. Right, because you can have mad customers, but if you come in and you make sure that, like, all right, let's address this, let's fix it, let's see what we can do to make it better, they're a lot less likely to leave you a nasty comment. Absolutely. So, uh, without going into too many details, a buddy of mine had took his truck to the service department there mm-hmm. last week. He was there, there was just a little disagreement on, was it warranty work, was it not, the timing, et cetera. And uh, he said, don't you have a buddy over here? I was like, I do. I called Corey. You know, Corey took, went back there reviewed it and it was taken care of uh-huh. you know and 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 that's the kind of people you have over there where that's what we, their little tagline everybody wants to know a guy now you know a guy yep Corey mcdonald's that guy he's a guy that takes customers thing i've had other random people reach out to me because they listen to their shows they say, hey man don't you have a friend at mac hike i'm like you have a friend at mac hike too right <laughs> congratulations and, now and, you do too and he's like give them my cell phone number a complete mm-hmm. stranger on the internet he's like give them my cell phone number right and we're gonna get it taken care of and yep. that uh, that is a in, in a big been a big place like that with multiple management layers to get the the head guy at that location to give you a call. It ain't as easy as it sounds. No, and that's the thing. I think people take that for granted because we live in a culture right now that's like you know I demand to see a manager. Well, <clears throat> the thing is, uh, in this case, you you actually can, which is just unheard of in so many cases, especially with a big car dealership. Yeah, it was constantly past the buck, past the buck. Right, and, right. Uh, where does the buck stop? Mm-hmm. And uh, in my experience, uh, helping people out over at Mac Hike, the buck stops at Corey McDonald, and he That's gets right. it taken care of, mm-hmm. or at least comes to an agreement why he can if he can't. You know, and that means so much. I will buy a car there every time because I know that I'll get that kind of service. Absolutely. Well, you can you can experience that same joy. You just go to MacHikeCDJRF dot com, or just stop by and see him in person right there on Lakeland Drive at Airport Road. That is Mac Hike of Flowood. That's a good ad read there because that tells that sure a story. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> I like Pretty that. good on that one because it was real, <clears throat> no doubt. Hey, uh, little Jackson stuff, real quick. Sure. Um, I'm just I got uh, the news pulled up here. Capitol Police investigating armed robbery call at a family dollar in Jackson. And let me just say this: death, taxes, rain is wet, ice is cold, hell is hot, and dollar stores in Jackson get robbed. Yes. Yeah. My goodness. Right. It and, is and. What are the what do you call the the cell phone stores that like are the dealers? They get robbed too, like the Metro PCS. And stuff. Uh, yeah, the, those. Uh, yeah, the uh, the franchise, not the franchise. Yeah. You know, we're saying yeah. the same thing. Yeah, licensed retailers. Yes, that's, that's it. it. That's it. The, boy, do they ever? Do they ever? All right, just stay safe in Jackson, guys. I, I don't know. I, I've run out of. <laughs> I've run out of ways to say it. It's almost like you just it's 
now it's just a thing we've said so many times. It's like we just got to put it down. Like if you don't know by now. <laughs> you know, but I always talk about it's low-hanging fruit. And when you do a five-day-a-week, multiple-hour mm-hmm. talk show, it's low-hanging fruit. It's worth it's worth talking about. And it does affect our day-to-day lives if you have to roll in those areas. But I kind of feel like Adam walking through the Garden of Eden. Right. Grabbing that fruit off the tree. It's like the fruit of a poisonous tree. <laughs> right. Once we talk about it enough, it's like... I don't know. I, part of me feels like there's this dead horse, but it. on the other hand, like we need to keep talking about what's going on in Jackson and, and in other parts of the state, too, until it's fixed, well, until somebody's done something. They would love for us to shut up. Yeah. And I just like knowing that that's what they want and knowing that I'm a thorn in their side forever is is why I'm going to we'll never normalize 100 plus murders. Right. No. And <clears throat> especially having worked in Jackson as a crime reporter who covers homicide from the time that it was 50 murders now to 130 whatever it was last year yeah you know i mean no that's something we need to keep talking about because i've been on those streets when i did not feel unsafe going out there after a homicide and uh and it's a different world out there now you know yesterday i hit on we got to take a break but yesterday i hit on a topic about gen x tried its best to destroy racism yeah, we did. And somehow or <laughs> another, it got brought back kicking and screaming. Uh, without dragging you into a political argument about the, sure. any of this stuff, I do want to get your opinions on some Gen X stuff Absolutely. concerning this when we come back. Let's do it. All right, this is The Clay Edwards Show with Therese Abel from DarkHorsePressNow.com. We are live on 103.9 WYAB. Necessary. Welcome back in to The Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. I'm joined here by darkhorsepressnow.com's very own Miss Therese Apel. Therese. Yes. Uh, Gen X. Yes. We will save an ad read for the end of this segment. Okay. Gen X. <clears throat> That's us. It is. And I, I, I hit this yesterday, and I'd love to get another person's opinion on it. Let's do it. So I was at the I Love the 90s tour. I guarantee there's 5,000 people in there. It was sold slap out. Mm-hmm. So many people they had to move the bars out into the hallway. And... Another another argument for another day. It was 50% white, 50% black. Yeah. And everybody was getting along great, hands in the air, singing, dancing, clapping, doing the YMCA. I mean, everything. It mm-hmm. was a blast. Nobody on that show got into any political nonsense, nothing. Right. And I mean, they didn't use any of the political buzzwords, equity, unity, nothing. It was just about the music. Yes. And it was phenomenal. And... <clears throat> I even told the people I was with, I said, this is why I fell in love with hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just because it was unity. And here I am using those words. But it was, <laughs> you know, it was like it was we all came together on. We loved it. We had a blast. Right. And then I was sitting at home the next day listening to this YouTuber, Salty Cracker, that I listened to. And he was talking about, he's like, you know, Gen X, he's like, we, we were the generation that tried to kill racism. He's like, we did our best to, you know, the 90s and the early 2000s up to the mid 2000s was the best race relations this country had ever had well and i think that's why it's so unsettling to so many of us and and i mean to be fair like here we are two white people talking about this i'm sure there's another side of it but but it's like it has been so shocking since the racism thing really started to ramp up again and i'm not going to say it ever went away because of course you know but but we did in our 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 generation tried. It really did. Well, Although, I don't know. Were we aware that we were trying, or did we just all like each other? I think we just all liked each other. I, I didn't know I was did. trying. Race was never a conversation in my house. Yeah. Well, and I, I went to high school in a rural area, yeah. and um, I had come there from 
I grew up in Nashville and then um, had gone to school in Jackson for a couple of years and then moved to a rural area that I won't call out, but everybody knows where it is. And I remember the first time I ever heard somebody say the N-word was at my high school when I mm-hmm. went there, you know. And, and so it was a different kind of, of situation for me growing up. I remember um, we did a – oh, there was some kind of promotion, and, and there was me and another girl that had to wear these antebellum dresses, and she was black. And so all my friends at school started making fun of me for having a black friend. Now, that said, the culture was not – that was rural. You know, the culture during that time was not like that. Like, man, like I said during the break, we all listened to Tupac, and we were all excited about it, you know. And, and that was when that culture really started to kind of come out too. You know, we, we learned a little bit more about the urban culture and that kind of thing. Yeah, it, was, I, it was interesting to us. Yeah, I definitely think MTV had a huge part Big time, to yeah. do with it because it made superstars out of these people. And then it felt like anybody – growing up in the 80s – if you wanted to look like somebody on TV, you had to look a little ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, regardless, you know. That it, was the thing. It was like everything was audacious. Yeah. And then in the 90s, is like I could throw on a starter jacket and a, and, a, and, a, and a fitted baseball hat and look just like those guys. Well, and you know what I was thinking of whenever we were talking about how they didn't. In the 90s, it was not about politics, mostly in the, you know, the entertainment circles. I remember how mad everybody was. And I was a huge Pearl Jam fan. I was such a grunge girl at heart i didn't dress like it but um but eddie vetter stood on you know a, uh, well i guess that was in the early 2000s but you know you had these people that like spoke out against the president we were all like what no now it's like common everybody yeah. who's ever had their face on tv speaks out against somebody political you know yeah you know in hip-hop it, you know looking back there was a lot of political messaging from nwa sure but it was more on the street, not to be not to be a pun here, but it was more on the street level. Absolutely. Yeah. And it was like the day to day struggle. Mm-hmm. And then Public Enemy was a little more, which, you know, people look at Flavor Flav, it's kind of a joke, yada, yada. But Chuck D was was spitting real, real important political stuff about, you know, the black movement and, and all that. And I respect all that stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, absolutely. And I mean, who am I to say what they went through? But when I say racism back now, you know, it, it seems to be openly OK to be racism against white people. <laughs> You know, and it's like, well, hold on, we want to erase racism, but now it's okay to spin it. That is, is spinning it, erasing it. And that's another conversation for another day. But I, I do feel like Generation X put in a lot of effort or just or, or our parents put in a lot of effort to shake off their what how they were raised well, and with I, us. I think that's a part of it because I know with my parents, you know, it was um, and and I've learned that it's apparently offensive to say like we didn't grow up seeing color. Um, But that was the thing my parents really drilled into us is we're all people. Everybody looks different. You know, everybody's not a redhead. Everybody's not white. Everybody's not black. Everybody's not whatever. And so that was something that, that like, I don't know what the impetus was back then that, that started turning the tides that way, but I have to imagine it's the civil rights movement and that kind of thing in their time. And then that, that started pan out for us as, as kids and growing up. Um, you want to ask me what I think changed? I, I swear it's the internet. Yeah. You know, and I know a lot of people Proliferation have, of hate. Yeah, it's like you can just log on and you can see 25 people already talking about how they hate each other. And not just the internet. I think algorithms have done it. Oh, yeah, big time. They make echo chambers. Because it's one thing, you know, if I want to go watch one video about, you know, one, one idiot saying something. Unfortunately, <laughs> if I watch that video trying to just see something, every video recommended on my YouTube is now that. Yes. And and then you take somebody who may not have the res- resolve that I do and can make his own opinions up, somebody looking for a way. 
right. a beta male, you know, just whatever. And next thing you know, they've been radicalized. One of the right. big things we talked about post 9-11 was uh, domestic, lone wolf, radicalized, terrorist, yada, yada, yada. Well, that has happened, but it didn't happen with Islam. Mm-hmm. It's happened with this woke or anti, whatever you want to call it. It, it which just this either pro-American or anti-American yeah. uh, sentiment. It's a either you're you're far right, just nut job, um, storming the Capitol. Not that I necessarily disagree with that, but <laughs> all, you know maybe I maybe I'm partially that. But you got that. Then on the other side, you have the BLM, LGBTQ, LMNOP stuff, and the transgender stuff, and all that. And it is a radicalization, right? Well, and through, the thing is through internet. Echo chambers. While we didn't see it as much with, um, you know, when ISIS was really proliferating it and, and that kind of thing, they had that idea long before we even started to recognize it. And that's the thing. So, you know, you look back as far as, as World War II with some of Hitler's folks, you know, through history, you can find where propaganda was used to brainwash whole societies. Mm-hmm. And now... I mean, we don't need Baghdad Bob. We don't need these people that, you know, are circulating flyers. We don't need, you know, the the people to infiltrate and, and indoctrinate because we can just get on our phone. And there it is, yeah. you know. And, and there are days that I sit there and I, I scroll through Facebook and I'm literally sick of the Internet. I'm sick of Facebook. I'm sick of all of it. Can I tell you what I did yesterday? What's that? I deleted Facebook off my phone. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> now I kept Messenger, right? But because I, I sell cars on Facebook, sure. but I deleted Facebook off my phone, and it took a few times yesterday picking it up to remember that I did. Now I'm in mm-hmm. Facebook jail again. Are you? But, <laughs> that makes but, it easier. <laughs> it, it, it does. But I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do a 30 day uh, social media f- or Facebook fast. Yeah. Since if I can't post, I'm gonna take it off my phone. Yeah. And uh, man, I, I woke up. My, I don't know if I woke up. I went to bed last night with a lot less stress. Mm-hmm. Not on my phone. Yeah. You know, now maybe I'll just, you know, go over to China TikTok and, 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 and <laughs> relieve my stress there. But right now, um, it feels like I did the right thing. Right. Well, and, you know, it's I, at one point I was talking to my therapist about some guy on TikTok that was talking about such and such. And here's what I thought about it and whatever. And my therapist was kind of looking at me and nodding his head, you know, with his, his brows down, you know, the way they do. And finally he said, can I give you some advice on that? And I said, yeah. And he said, delete TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? And he said, you just told me this whole reaction that you had to a guy that you will literally never meet. And I was like, oh, that's fair. Yeah. Fair, that's, fair, yeah. fair. Again. You know, speaking of radicaliza- radicalization, that is a lot of what's going on with TikTok. Oh, yeah. But people pick at TikTok because of the China thing. If it wasn't TikTok, it'd be Instagram. Oh, sure. Pick your poison. I mean, it was Snapchat, what, five years ago? Yeah. And, I mean, there's... Pick, pick your poison. Twitter, it's, it's any of them. Mm. TikTok's just the app it's happening on, but they all have that same thing. Now, the Reels, it's Facebook, it's Instagram, it's TikTok, it's, it's, it's all of them. So, again, it is what it is. Yes, it is. Just like this bug that's crawling down my mic towards me right now. <laughs> <laughs> we got a bug mm, in the studio. Apparently. It looks like one of those, like, I think we call them stink bugs. You're going to put that on Hello, Twitter? stink bug. I think I need to. If you want to see the bug on the mic stand here at the studio, Therese is posting it to, uh, is it T-Rex? Uh, T-Rex 2-1. At, twi- at T-Rex 21 on Twitter. Right. <laughs> All right. While she's doing that, we're going to come back. We're going to take a break. And we are going to get into... Some fun stuff here. Just got to stay tuned to find out what. Absolutely. We'll be right back. This we is sure the Clay. Will. <laughs> we will. This is the Clay Edwards Show, joined by Therese April. Uh, we got some of your text messages on the Guns and Gear text line, and of course, the phone line's always wide open. 
If you guys want to chime in on any of this stuff, we'd love to hear some alternating opinions, or uh, if you agree with us, that's great too. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome on back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios, and this segment is going to be brought to you by Teresa's friend and mine, uh, Hunter and his team. I was going to say it's got to be guns and gear. Got to be guns and gear. Maybe that sounds like a good slogan too. Oh, got to yeah, be does, guns it? and gear. It does. And uh, right out there at Yandale Road on 51 in Gluckstadt, just heading north. You can't miss them right there on the right. Hey, look, man, if you need anything, if you need guns, if you need ammo, they are the home of No Limit Ammo. Uh, they do Cerakoting, gunsmithing, the whole nine yards. And as Therese says, an uh, interesting little tidbit every time, is that, you know, if you're a woman out there and you don't like being mansplained to, right. they are really good about answering your questions in a courteous and respectful and knowledgeable way. And ladies, I keep saying it. You know, as you like chocolates, men like guns. Right. And men, believe it or not, there are women out there that like the pew pew also. You know, get out there to guns and gear. Get your significant other a gun or a, I'm guessing they have gift certificates. Get them a gift certificate if you don't know what gun to buy. And if you have any questions, just ask their, uh, ask their knowledgeable staff. They will help you out. And the thing is, it's not just like they're not mansplaining to you. It's also like they treat you like you're their friend. Yeah. Um, as soon as you walk in, they're going to be friendly. They're going to be courteous. And, uh, and they're good folks over there. Plus, I mean, again, so knowledgeable. And they can do whatever you need as far as, you know, fixing or coating or whatever with your gun. I think that's good stuff there. All right, you can shop them online, gunsandgearms.com, or just go by in person right there on Highway 51 North in Gluckstadt. That's Guns and Gear. And uh, good folks out there, man. We appreciate them sponsoring the Guns and Gear text line here on the Clay Edwards Show. And Therese just posted the picture of the bug, so I'm going to retweet that. at And Save literally Jackson. right now this bug is on my mic, and I'm trying to TikTok him. <laughs> we are multitasking here in the studio. Yeah. Live time. <laughs> like y'all, I, I can't I can't tell you how funny this is. Like this bug is literally just on my mic and he's looking at me right now. And I'm I mean, you know, you can make fun of me if you want. I'm not PETA, but I'm kind of a pacifist. Like I don't see any reason to kill him, but I just kinda wanna know what he wants with my mic. Like what's going on here, man? What's maybe, up? Maybe he likes redheads. Maybe that's it. He would be a brilliant guy if he did. So, speaking of uh, dating, we'll transition. We teased this last Tuesday. We went through a list of a bunch. We, we, we recapped my 20 red flags, or Richard Cooper's 20 red flags for dating women on the, uh, in this modern era. And now there's, he has another list. Oh, this boy. Is the, I cannot wait. This is the author of the Unplugged Alpha. and uh, He's got a YouTube channel. I think it's Entrepreneurs in Cars. Anyway, so I, we talked about algorithms and YouTube rabbit holes earlier and being radicalized. But there's this whole thing called the manosphere, too. And it's oh a different gosh. type of radicalization. <laughs> yes. And uh, it, it, it seems to be a big thing right now. And it's typically a bunch of fake guys that, that have no real-world experience with dating and whatnot giving advice about dating. Now, right. I, I think this guy's a bit above that. I mean, he, I, I feel pretty confident he, he, he's a straight dude and can do pl- plenty of dating if he so chooses seems to be very successful. Well, it sounds like his attitude is his problem though. Yeah. You know, a lot of these guys like to be like, well, I'm just, I'm just selective. No dude, you're a jerk. <laughs> well, That's the thing. When I hear guys give all of this very 
black and white advice. Yeah. It's, it's my way or the highway kind of stuff. Uh, I'm man, you woman. They've never been in love. No. Because I'm going to tell you, the second you love a woman, all that crap goes right out the window. Well, and the thing is, too, it makes you wonder how they treated their mama. It makes you wonder about, like, okay, who were you in high school? Because either you were a giant loser or you were, like, the guy that all the girls, like, may have wanted to date because maybe you were, you know, somebody popular. But then in the end realized, like, you were a huge mistake. Is Okay, so guys, we love to throw around the term daddy issues. Yeah. Does mama issues, is that a thing? I think so. Is that, is I mean, that, is that a conversation? If, if we want to get into that, yeah. So I'm going to draw off my crime knowledge here. Um, a bunch of famous serial killers, the issue started with their mother. And you can see it like, I mean, I'm thinking about Ed Gein, who one of the first things he did was kill his mother. And I mean, this gets graphic, but he put her voice box in the garbage disposal. Well, Luke Woodham. Yeah, Luke Woodham is one. Ted know, Bundy had issues. I mean, across I know, the board. I know Anthony Perkins is a fictional character in Psycho, but I mean, he had a whole mm-hmm. uh, whole thing about his mother. Right. The daddies and their uh, guys and their mama. Or well, it's a thing. Yeah, and the thing is that that whatever their problem is, and we'll we'll take it back to you know across the board. Whatever your problem with your parents is, it's probably going to come out in your dating life. And that's why when you go to the therapist, they're going to talk to you about your parents. You know, that that's part of it. But I think to boil it down to another box we can put people in, oh, he's got mommy issues or she's got daddy issues, I think it's kind of insulting because we've all got something. Well, you know, every Stain song was written about Aaron Lewis being sent to summer camp. Really? <laughs> dear mother. Never thought about that. Dear father. <laughs> I hate it here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <it laughs> now that like, we're here so far away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it seems like it, yeah. you know, it was it was the teen angst stuff, which mm-hmm. I still love Stained. It ain't a knock. But, oh, me too. But go back and listen. You're like, ah, oh, he really had it. He really did not like his parents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out for him. His, his angst uh, generated millions. I mean, it translates. Uh, everybody's got something, like I said. So. <laughs> All right. So this list here. Let's go. It's uh, 32 things men need to stop doing now. Uh, and this is concerning. And this isn't going to be like talking to her like she's stupid. This is going to be like talking talk to, to her, her like she's smart. Yeah. yeah. Talk, <laughs> start talking to her like she's, she's stupid. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so this is. Oh, boy. This is going to be advice I don't know that I would take. Hey, real quick, little breaking news here. I'm trying to open my phone, too. It says, crash slows traffic near I-20 at Highway 18, uh, Robinson Road. So if you're coming, what direction was it? I tw- near I-20 at Highway. It doesn't say which. Oh, west, west. That's Highway 18 west. Uh, and it was somewhere either either going east or going west at I-20 around the Highway 18 Robinson Road exit. Yeah. There's a wreck. Uh, y- y'all will figure it out depending on which direction. I'm going to guess it's probably coming to Jackson because mm-hmm. uh, not a whole lot goes towards Vicksburg in the mornings. So um, getting some text here before we started this on the mother stuff. Uh, someone says, I believe mother issues are real. Probably what's wrong with me. Um, somebody else on the Guns and Gear text line, Norman Bates had issues with his mom. Unknown texture says, yes, mama boys. <laughs> and that's true, too. So that's something. If you're one of those hovering helicopter moms, um, you're messing your kid up just as much as somebody who's an absentee mom or is an abusive mom. Sure. The same texture says, so many men want a woman to be their mama and can't make decisions for themselves. Well, there's that's that. True. But let me also say, too, and if you were, I have a good relationship with my mother. And, I mean, we didn't always, I mean, because I was just so out of control. But 
my mother did right and wasn't a crazy person. You know, she was strict. But as you get older and you've seen your parents stay together for a long time, and this is an important thing here, as you see your parents stay together for a long time, I start looking for qualities in women that I see in my mother. Absolutely. Not appearance, stuff like that. Yeah. But qualities that you see in your, I, I can't even spit them off, but you know them when you see them, you're like, that. my mother would have done that. Oh, yeah. I've always that. said my biggest problem with dating is that I learned early I'll never find a man as perfect as my dad. And so I just dated jerks instead. Yeah. You know, and, <laughs> I just and, settled for less because I knew I'd never find one like dad. Sure. And, you know, as, as you get a little older and you, you start to understand that as a father of a daughter, you know, you want, you know, how you want your daughter to be treated. And you also mm-hmm. see that girls, as they, especially as they get a little older, they kind of get through the, the teen dating years. They start looking for characteristics in men that remind them of their fathers. That's right. I was, I, we're going to get to this list, I promise. I watched the Pamela Anderson documentary on Netflix the other day. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. It's like Pamela, a love story. I, I thought it was going to be a bit more of a documentary. It was good. It was a little uh, gushy for my liking. Yeah. Because it, it, it just kind of glossed over the fact she married three different men twice. And she's been married a total to five men eight times. Wow. And she just, apparently, she really likes falling in love and getting married. But the second it starts to normalize, mm-hmm. she needs out. But there was, I always wondered why she married Kid Rock. It just seemed, I know it was coming off Tommy Lee. It wouldn't seem like a surprise. But after watching the documentary, they're really nothing alike. Right. And it showed an image of her father when he was younger. And he was an alcoholic and all this stuff. You know this white trash kind of persona Kid Rock plays? Mm-hmm. Skinny, wears like bowling shirts, and just looks like yeah. early 80s white trash. And her father looks identical to Kid Rock. Oh, wow. Well, then that's probably part of it. And I was like, it, it hit. I was like, that's why she does that. That's oh, why yeah. she did that. And, and that's she's drawn towards, he, her, her father was abusive to her mother. He was an alcoholic. Tommy Lee. Well, I mean, Kid Rock wasn't abusive to her, but mm-hmm. just that. Well, and, and if you go into psychology, you know, I think studies show that, that trauma actually makes paths through our brain. And just like a path through the forest, it's easier to travel. So we will return to those traumatic um, patterns because it's what we know. Whether I mean, you have to actually work to break those patterns. And so when you watch somebody make the same mistake over and over and over again in their life, it's because there's a trauma in there somewhere that has cut that path in their brain. It's interesting. You know, like I say, it's a good watch. Uh, again, a little gushy, but it is a good watch. She has her sons. They're interviewed in it. Mm-hmm. Or not necessarily interviewed, but they talk sure. throughout it. You know how they do documentaries. They ask questions, but you don't actually hear them ask the questions. They just yeah. give the answers. It's just their voices, yeah. Yeah, so it, it's good. I, I recommend it. it. It digs deep. And I mean, she went from thinking her career was done to uh, getting the leading role on Broadway in Chicago. And she did a really good job at that from what I saw in the documentary. And, I mean, I haven't seen the documentary, but in Pam and Tommy, all she really wanted to be was a legitimate actress. So <laughs> and so it hits on all that, too. Yeah. And talks about how the time it couldn't have been worse for that to have come out. And, you know, they never made a penny on the on the, the leaked tape. They did yeah, sign away the rights that. to it for some reason or another, but they never made a penny on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, financially, she's not good with money. Yeah. And uh, I think that's that's cost her over the years, according to this documentary a little bit. And, uh, of course, she goes back home to British Columbia there, the little island she grew up on, and literally back to where she grew up is where she was living. And she built a house up there, and she ended up marrying the contractor. 
And, wow. they, and they were divorced by the end of the documentary. I was going to say, she seems like um, a lot of women just cling to whatever protects them or makes them feel like I'm providing or whatever like that. You know? Yeah, it was funny. As they were, and part of it is she was heading off to Chicago to do the to do the show. Or not Chicago. Heading off to New York to do Chicago, the Broadway show. Well, her and her son's like, now, Mom, don't don't fall in love with another guy. It's like become a, <laughs> it's become like a really come home, joke. don't fall in love. Because <laughs> it was even her son that made the comment about. I think she just likes the process of falling in love and getting married. She doesn't actually like the whole having to stay together. And by the end of it, she comes to the realization that she's just going to stay single for the rest of her life because she can't accept the fact that she's not with her child's parent. She's not with Tommy. Oh wow! But she doesn't want to be with Tommy either. Well, so it's like my um, three rules that I posted on January 6th for my um, resolutions. No wishing for death, no falling in love, no bring back dead people. <laughs> it's <laughs> <Look>. a meme. <laughs> There's definitely that. All right, look, what we're going to do, we're going to push the list to the top of the hour. Let's do it. And we're going to take one more break, come back. We'll have about a two or three minute segment and close out the first hour. This is The Clay Edwards Show with Therese April of DarkHorsePressNow.com. We're all over the place this morning. We've got three hours. Definitely all over the place. Going to be a good time. Yep. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This little last segment of the first hour is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Lakeland Glass and Tent. Get over there and see my boys, Jason and his team, Jason Anderson and his team over there at Lakeland Glass and Tent for all your home, car, and business window tinting needs. But man, they are so much more than just window tint. Of course, they do windshields. And they do wraps over there. When you get your vehicle wrapped, just want to change the colors or want to turn it into a rolling darkhorsepressnow.com billboard. You That's can, right. Somebody needs to do that. You can do that, too. And, uh, or Call w- me if you want to do that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, if, if I didn't think I'd get shot, I would turn the Clay Edwards mobile into a uh, Clay Edwards show. I would advise that you don't do that. Mobile. <laughs> Save Jackson wagon. And, uh, but they, if I so chose to do it, they could do it for me and they can do it for you if you want to turn yours into a rolling billboard or you want to get a wall wrapped a countertop wrapped or anything else with anything you can imagine on it man they can do it heck i'm just thinking outside the box a little bit here Uh, a lot of you uh parents to be are uh, obsessed with how y'all do your nursery rooms Mm -hmm. imagine a picture of your baby on the whole wall they can do that wow at lakeland glass that's extreme (laughs) somewhere some narcissistic mommy wants a picture of her with her baby on the whole wall well and and we were just talking about mommy issues Mm -hmm. i mean you know (laughs) let's let's ingrain them from an early right mommy's always watching over you (laughs) okay Uh, back to the lakeland glass and tent thing you can uh you can do all that and more start online at lakelandglassandtent.com you can schedule an appointment uh, get an estimate, the whole nine yards right there. Or, hey, you don't want to do the Internet, just give them a call. 601-946-1000. Lakeland Glass and Tent, where quality matters. And pay no attention to my ramblings about uh, mamas and walls. <laughs> that had nothing to do with them. I just, I'm just i the king of rabbit holes, and I jumped right down one. Yep. Uh, Therese, when we come back, we're going to do the list. Okay. 32 things men must stop doing now. Uh, according to Richard, I cannot Cooper. wait to hear what kind of dumb buttery we're about to hear. <laughs> now, now we now off air last week we went through about ten or so of them, and it was like we're just, just going to save this for yeah. next week. It yeah, is, we it, had to. It's good stuff. All right, look, man, guys, we'll be right back. Hey, if you miss any of the show, man, please go subscribe to the podcast wherever you download podcasts. Just search Clay Edwards Show and hit subscribe and uh, hit share. It really helps us out. We'll be right back on WYB.
Hey, welcome back into the realest show on the radio, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We are live in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studio out here in Florida, Mississippi. This segment is going to be brought to you by my friends over at Watkins Construction and Roofing. Speaking of five-star reviews from our earlier conversation, they got a bunch of them, 569 of them to be exact, here on Google. And I'm going to read you one of them. This is from April Dobson, posted about a month ago. She goes, I was so pleased with my roof replacement from Watkins Construction and Roofing. I would definitely refer anyone I know in the area who requires a roof replacement. Jamie, Matt, Amber, and the entire staff have been amazing, and the process was seamless from scheduling to project date and completion. I appreciate the excellent customer service and continued communication throughout the entire process. You, my friends, can enjoy that same relieved feeling that April did. Dealing with Watkins Construction Roofing, start online at WatkinsConstructionInc.com and uh, be happy. Deal with Watkins Construction Roofing, another great company that always gives back to the community and takes care of things. They leave their job sites immaculate. Uh, that's one of the things I've noticed from reading these reviews. Uh, a lot of women mention about their uh, their flower beds and bushes and all that stuff being taken care of, not being destroyed. Uh, certain uh, stuff not going on on the job site that uh, they would frown upon. Just very, very professional. I know Michael Deere and his team will take A1 care of you today. So uh, whether you need a roof repair or roof replacement, Watkins Construction and Roofing. Locally owned, locally operated, right here in Central Mississippi. All right. I'm joined in the studio by Therese Apel, darkhorsepressnow.com. And uh, Therese and I have been doing this show together in some form or fashion since I started doing this show. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Therese, I'm very grateful of that. And uh, anyway, I can always help you. I'm always there for it. Um, Same goes. One of the things we have stumbled into over the last few months (laughs) is is doing these shows about what goes on in the dating world. Right. And I think they're wildly entertaining. They do huge numbers on the downloads. They drive a lot of engagement, and frankly, it's just conversation I enjoy doing because I need to detox from all the the neg- the negative bad news in the world, the, the political fighting, sure, you know, the culture war. Mm-hmm. I, it's it's I, I love it, I, I do, but there's just times where enough, right? So let's talk about something else toxic. Yes, <laughs> hashtag stay toxic, right? Um, so this is the 32 things men need to stop doing now, according to Richard Cooper, concerning uh, bowing down to women, basically. Let me get my blood pressure medicine. So I can't wait to hear your reactions to these. I can't wait to react to them. All right, if you guys want to chime in, the Guns and Gear text line is 769-241-1944. The phone line is 601-879-0002. And I'm just going to tell you, Richard Cooper, he, he found some audacity on discount. And bought all of it. Oh, yeah. So here we go. Number one, uh, referring to your significant other as your better half. They should be happy to be there. They are not your better half. You are the better half. Okay. So he's saying that the man in every case is the better half. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm, I'd like to hear what his wife would have to say about that. Only I bet he doesn't have one. He doesn't. He's a, yes. what he calls he's spinning plates. He's spinning plates because he can't get a girl to stick with him more than about two weeks because of his jerk attitude, I bet. 
I, probably correct. Probably correct. Probably found his YouTube channel. and uh, That's right. <laughs> yeah, she thinks she met a great guy until she Googles him, and then she's like, what? <laughs> or what if she's playing some kind of 40 chess and watches all of his v- videos and is just playing his game against him? Look, that would be brilliant. Like, I would love for some chick to do that to some of these guys. Now, and, and on another note, I actually know a guy who was a sex columnist at his college newspaper. And he said he would write these columns, and he kind of did like Tucker Max used to do, if anybody knows who that was. Hope they serve um, beer in hell. Yeah, and so he would, um, you know, chronicle his dates and, and kind of honestly mock the girls. But he said it was the biggest, like, aphrodisiac, that girls would just walk up to him and be like, you're that guy. And, like, they wanted to be the one to win him over. Yeah. And he's like, I don't understand it. I mean, when he, when he and I talked about it, like, he was so busy. We were out together, and he was so busy, like, trying to treat me with respect because he's like, I know that you know what I am, and I'm not that. And I'm like, okay, well, good. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. All right. uh, Number two, it's kind of in the same vein. When men refer to their wife as my boss, uh, an example here, let me use it in a sentence. Mm -hmm. Well, let me see what the boss says. If I can go out tonight for guys night or if, uh, you know, if I can go go hunting with you, I got to get permission from the boss. Now, the only problem I have with that is that I feel like people use it kind of to cop out. But that's because I'm single and I don't have to ask anybody for permission. But I do feel like sometimes my married friends are like, let me see what my better half or my boss says. So. Now, now that you mentioned that, mm-hmm. I can honestly say, because I'm always a kind of a do what I want person mm-hmm. and don't feel like you should have to ask permission from me and I shouldn't have to ask permission from you. Mm-hmm. So, hey, here's what I'm doing. Right. Um, respect, I, I, respectfully. Right. And know? I get what he's saying is, A, don't ask her permission. B, don't call her your boss. But I'm just saying, like, in real life, where the normal people live, I think sometimes that's an excuse. Well, that's what I was going to say. Anytime I have said that. Well, I'm giving myself, I'm losing one of my excuses here by doing this. You're about to tell I'm about, off. I'm about to tell I was definitely just didn't want to do anything with you. Right. Yeah, I was exactly. definitely using it as oh, an excuse. Oh, sorry. The significant other says no. I'm going to have to uh, come up with another lie. Right. All right. I can't say this from all the way on radio. We've discussed it a little bit at nauseum in the last episode we did about this. Okay. But it says, playing Captain Save a uh, yes. Woman in Need. Right. Yeah, I don't like that phrase, so I'm glad we can't say it. But um, the thing is... I, I, I'm one of those missionary daters too. Like, you know, you want to save somebody, you see them in their, you know, sadness or their heartbreak or whatever, and you want to make it better. Missionary dating. Yeah. I, I haven't heard that phrase, but I like it better yes. than, than this. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing is like, yeah, more guys should do that. However, I have watched guys do that with incredibly broken women who maybe aren't that broken. Maybe they're just brats. So I get what he's saying is again, like, do better but you know to me it's like i i recognize the problem because i do the same okay you said the word brat i want to retro back to last week to the red flags episode sure and i want to add a red flag any woman who refers to herself as a brat yeah is a huge red flag or spoiled or spoiled any if she tells you this yeah red flag yeah i mean because most won't admit it if you get one that admits it Massive red flag. Right. And as as like a woman who's worked for everything myself my whole life, yes, I would love for a man to spoil me, but I don't want to have to ask him to. And I sure don't want to realize that it's happening until it has happened. Well, I was about you to know. say, you know, it's, it's, and it's, I'm not telling people don't spoil women and don't treat them right, but do it because you want to do it, not because they demand it. Well, and girls, we should spoil our man, too, if he deserves it, just like this guy's saying, like, you know. I saw a meme the other day. Maybe it was some dumb something on TikTok, but it said, uh, "Don't make your man jealous of you. Make other men jealous of your man. Yeah, of your man. Oh yeah. Like that's a big thing to me. Is like, okay, well, 
yeah, you want to, you know, you want to put him in a position where he's personally happy to have you. But on the other hand, like you want his buddies to be like, dude, where'd you find her? Because the deal is that's not just, you know, so that he can be proud of you because he deserves to be proud of you because you love him. But also because that if he ever goes out to the club and he's looking at some other chick, they're going to be like, dude, no way. Like we know what you got at home. Yeah. And I, I believe men do that. Now, I've never seen it happen, but I believe it happens. It happens. I do. It happens. Like, don't screw that up. Yeah. Or, or, or you may be like, you know what? Screw that up because. Because I'm moving in. Captain will swing in. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, not saying I would do that. I'm just saying. Right. All right. Number four. <laughs> don't post pics on social media of your wife or long-term girlfriend. Let them be the ones to do that. So. Don't post, just particularly pertaining to profile pictures and banner right, photos, right. Um, says d- don't advertise that, you know. You know what I think when I see a man who is married or has a significant other and never posts a picture of her and he's outside the media or like a public figure. Like I understand we are public figures and, and you have to keep some things to yourself. But like just random Joe that works at the gas station and, you know, he's been married for six years and he's got a three-year-old child. If there's no evidence of that on his Facebook page, I think he's a cheater. Period. Yeah. I'm conflicted on this. Not from the sense of what you're saying, but like being the public figure thing. Because uh, I've said that I'll, my my next relationship, well, you won't know unless you see us in public. Yeah. And, and and it's not because I'm trying to hide anything for the wrong reasons. Right. It's because there's crazy people out there. That will call and harass them at work. There their, is their very much, yeah, stuff like that. And well, and and that's I I'm willing to stand on that double standard right there because yeah, I when I'm seeing somebody, the world doesn't know until it's serious, yeah. um, and that's because I don't. My life is already too public. Now, could you argue that I'm I'm you know again holding a double standard here? Absolutely, um, but I just I feel like I'm not trying to hide anything from the people that I know. You know, the people that I don't know, yeah, you don't you don't need to see in my life. Exactly. So, I mean, if you see us out, you know, but otherwise, you don't know. Right. Unless I want you to. All right. Uh, let's see here. Number five. Stop saying I'm sorry all the time, especially for little things. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I bumped into you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know. That seems like a bit of a pet, more of a pet peeve. That sounds his. like his pet peeve. But, yeah, I mean, it is true. Like, if you've got one of those people that is insecure and apologizes for everything. Like there does come a time where it's like, shut up. Like, don't be sorry. Stop being sorry about everything. Be sorry about the important things. Exactly. And, you know, don't do stuff to have to apologize for. Yeah. There's that too. It's real simple. You know, I, now I'm really bad. I have a, I'm very sarcastic and I have a pretty screwed up sense of humor. (laughs) I may say something offensive and, and you not take it right. I will apologize for that. Right. Because I can kind of go weird places. And if, if I cross a line, I'll apologize for that. Sure. But generally speaking, you know, I'm not doing, out doing stuff I need to apologize for. Yeah. You know, and I expect the same. And that, I mean, it's as simple as respect. Yep. Let's see here. See if I can read my own writing. Okay. S- number six. Stop saying yes to everything. Say no more often. So it's basically like if she wants to do something, every now and then just say no. Don't make her always think you're going to be a for sure yes. See, this is what's so stupid. Say yes if you can and you want to. Say no if you can't and you don't. Yeah. I mean, why is that hard? Why does it have to be like, now we're going to play games. You have a certain ratio of yeses per no, you know, like, <laughs> or whatever. Like, man, I really want to hang out with her, but we've hung out three nights this week, so I have to say no now or she'll think I'm whooped. 
Right. I don't play that. See, when, no. I, when, when I talked earlier about off air, I said, uh, in my next relationship, I just want to be normal. Mm-hmm. I just want it to be normal. Right. I don't want anybody to play these games, none of these directions. None of this. I just want it to be fucking effing normal. Right. You know? And uh, that's how I feel about it. Just none of these, none of the nonsense. If I want to see, I want to see. If I feel like picking the phone up and texting you at 2 o'clock in the afternoon 10 times because I saw or I seen 10 funny memes on the internet, I think you'll laugh at all 10 of them. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You're getting 10 texts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? And I'm, see, that's, I think you had mentioned, you know, prior being afraid to text too much because what if it gets annoying? And for me, it's been the same my whole life. Like I have in my background history, a guy that would get mad, like if I would, text when he was busy quote unquote busy you know and so yeah that's always been a stressor for me like texting is very much a stressor for me well you know we grew up gen x you know the three strike rule was very real oh yeah you know if you tried to call or text or whatever three times and you didn't get a reply and game over you're done yeah game over that's it well now i may send somebody three tiktoks to the tiktok i may i may see something on facebook send it to a messenger i may uh be on instagram screenshot it or send it to instagram I may send you ten or fifteen things from ten from three or four different outlets, yeah. and I don't expect a single reply. Yeah, just look at this. Yeah, yeah. You know, if I see that you saw it, that, that's one thing I do like about like Snapchat and Facebook Messenger. I can see the little, you know, yeah. it has been read, right? And uh, I cut my read receipts off on text messages for obvious reasons. Me too. You know, it's just some people I just want to ignore, <laughs> but, and I want them to know that I'm ignoring them, right? Or whatever. So, but I'm good with that. I, I don't have to be the over. Oh, you don't have to be an over responder with me. I don't expect right. a bunch of response, but also don't want to feel like I got to play some weird text limit game with you. Yeah. And don't underestimate yourself either. Like there's a guy that um, he's a long story, but um, there's one day that we were talking about, why don't you text me? Why don't you text me? And we're both Gen X and neither of us is like a big texter, but it's like both of us are sitting here like, why doesn't he text? Why doesn't she text? And so finally he was like, when I get a text from you, I smile like it makes my day. And I'm like, oh, OK, well, me too. And so sometimes we do better, not always. And it's just because of that hang up. But then the truth is, like, we both like hearing from each other. So what's this about? You know, it's like trying to decide if you're going to call somebody or not. Right. (laughs) And it's like, no matter how long you've been talking, still get butterflies about calling. Because, like, what if you don't want to talk to me? Right. What are we going to talk about? I don't know. I guess that means you actually like them. Yeah, it means you actually like them. It means somewhere back in the back of your life, something happened and, you know, somebody made you feel stupid for it. I like it. I like it. All right, let's take a break real quick. We'll come back with uh, number seven. I'm going to eat up this whole hour with this list. Okay, that works. I I think we got 36 things here. 32 things. I think we got it. All right, this is the Clay Edwards Show with Therese Apel of DarkHorsePressNow.com. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. When necessary, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Live here in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's Tuesday. Hey, man, be planning. Next Tuesday is Valentine's. And hey, look, I know it falls on Taco Tuesday, but uh, pizza is great on Tuesdays too. And why don't you make plans to get out to Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's next Tuesday for Valentine's? I bet you Chip will make you a heart shaped pizza if you ask him to. I don't know that. He's probably listening right now. Like, don't volunteer me for that. <laughs> Why did you say that? <laughs> but, uh, hey, Chip, there's a good business idea for you. Heart-shaped pizzas. And uh, get them delivered to people's houses. That would be pretty cool. That but would look, be. Get out there to Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's any day of the week for a regular pizza. 
from 4 p.m. until they're open late right there at Fan and Mart on the res. They got 12 different specialty pizzas, including my personal favorite, the pig, pig, pig. <laughs> it's got pulled pork, bacon, and sausage on it. It is uh, pretty wow. awesome. Or uh, not sausage, I'm sorry. Pulled pork, bacon, and uh, pork sausage. Wow. Yeah, so it is pork sausage. So yeah. I, I, when I said sausage, I was thinking like sliced, like red beans and rice sausage. Yeah. Link sausage. But it was, it, it's, it's sausage. It's lump sausage. Anyway, it is phenomenal. It's got some barbecue sauce on it. It is really, really good. Well, and, and it's hard not to be like, like want to know what anything called pig, pig, pig is. Yes. <laughs> and, and they've got, and they got several others on the menu too. The, the buffalo chicken one's really good. Uh, the margarita is good. I mean, I've, and of course, like, again, I'm old fashioned. Just give me some Canadian bacon, red sauce, extra cheese. Mm-hmm. I, I like my crust a little crispy and get it on out. So you can build your own. You can get the wheel of flavor, put up to three of the 12 specialty pizzas on it or just build your own. Uh, of course, they have pasta, burgers, a huge bar selection and nine frozen, nine different flavors of frozen daiquiris. And uh, you can check them out. Available on all major Food delivery apps, including locally owned take-a-break deliveries. And, of course, uh, you can just go in there, get it to go, or eat in person at Fan and Mart on the res, 4 p.m. daily. That is Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. All right, Therese. Yes. Let's pick up here on this list. Oh, boy. Number uh, seven? We're at is number seven. Okay. Uh, stop. Okay, so if you're just tuning in, we're doing 32 things men must stop doing now, according to Richard Cooper, author of the Unplugged Alpha. This is uh, dating advice for men. This is terrible dating advice for men. (laughs) (laughs) This is the worst possible dating advice for men. (laughs) So are you saying that because it's actually so good that it would all work? No, because it's so bad that it makes me want to punch somebody. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So number seven. Making stop making women the focus of your life, and and I will say this: that's he, fair. He's and and flip side of that too. Stop making anybody else the focus of your life. Right, you be the focus of your. You life. be the focus of your life, and uh, anybody that comes into your life should should help accent that, yes. complement that. Sort of looking for, not have to be the focus of. Right, and if they expect to be the focus of your life exclusively, they're probably not the one. Exactly, they haven't experienced enough life yet. And this is also geared towards 20-year-olds. That's true. Some of this is like that kind of advice. For yeah, this is like that post-college dating advice right. type thing. But, uh, you know, if, if, if you're – guys, I can speak from my perspective. If you're out there in the dating pool and you're talking to a girl that thinks that she's supposed to be 100%, like most women who, ha- who have to get up and go to work every day, got, got kids, whatever – they understand how the real world works. Yep. And even if you don't have kids, you get to go to work every day. Anyway, adults know how the real world works. So that's probably a moot point. Right. All right. Number eight, quit. <laughs> don't put the female on a pedestal. You're the prize. She should be proud to be with you. Was <laughs> that sigh loud enough? Um, so, um, I mean, nobody should be on a pedestal. There should be mutual respect. Like, if you have found each other and this is love, both of you are the prize. Both of you should treat each other like you're lucky to have each other every day. And, but the thing is, that has to be reciprocal. So if you're going to be Mr. I'm the prize, like, you're just lucky to be here. Well, you're just as bad as the chick that's like, um, I guess I'll let you pay for my nails if you want to. You know? I mean, look, man, if... uh. You treat exactly what you just said. If you treat each other right, 
you know, if she comes over and helps clean your house and wash your dogs when you're not there and you send her lunch to work or you take care of her and mm-hmm. you're treating each other every day like like you're even if you're already dating, if you're treating each other like you're still courting them. Right. And you're worried that somebody else may be treating possibly sneak in the back door and treat them better than you. Uh just keep treating it right, man. It'll take care of itself. Yeah, it's upkeep. You know, it's like, honestly, some of you people that are car people. So you keep your car taken care of. You wash it. You tune it up. You do all the stuff that you're supposed to do to keep it running at top performance. That's the way a relationship should be. Treat people right. Right. Let's see here. Number nine. Okay. This is kind of a retros back to our, let me ask the boss thing. Oh, no. But it says, stop asking for permission to do things. There's that's a interesting line to walk because it depends on stage of the relationship. It depends on, you know, what are you asking permission for? Is it like, hey, honey, can I run to the gas station and grab some, you know, skull or whatever it is you're going to get? Or is it like, hey, the guys want to go fishing on Saturday. I'd like to go with them. Is that cool? Again, that also depends on the stage of the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Um I I think if you plan far enough out in advance about, hey, here on this date, I'm going to be doing this. Yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah I, I would say, for instance, you're dating somebody and Saturday nights is y'all's night. Don't wait till Thursday or Friday to be like, oh, by the way, Saturday ain't our night this week. It's a, I got plans. Right. That's just a respect thing. Because, you know, if you, if you knew a week ahead of time, give them an opportunity to, to make some plans. Yep. You know, so I think that's just a respect issue. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure what num- what number ten is. I think I know, so I'll, I'll wing it. It's a one itis. One itis. Yeah, we talked about this last week, and I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I, I, I think that means don't get stuck on thinking you're the one. You're not the one. You're just the one right now. So he's saying basically, like, don't focus on just one person. Yeah, don't focus on just one person, thinking that they're the one. It's like you know, focus. You're just. You don't own them. You're just, it's just your time right now. Well, and okay, so I don't like the part where it's like you're expendable, but I mean, again, that goes to stage of dating. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, until you know you're exclusive, I don't have a, I mean, I'm going to be jealous as all get out, but um, I don't have a problem with the fact that like, if we're seeing each other and, you know, he wants to see other people and I want to see other people, then we're not exclusive. We're not seeing each other. You're not my boyfriend. You're the guy I see on Thursday night or whatever. But once it gets to a certain point, then it's like, all right, are we seeing just each other? Because that's when you weed out the possibility of seeing other people. All right. So I can only speak for myself here Mm -hmm. and my checkered history of bad relationships. If I have honed in and decided that I want to try to date you like you're the one that I'm putting my effort into. Yeah. I get one itis pretty quick, but uh, because I think, okay, well, I don't want to be spinning plates, right? And then get found out that I was spinning plates, and the one that I was really wanting found out, and then I ruined that because I was over here being a being an idiot. Well, and again, that goes to communication. Yeah, I mean, I think honestly, like we we have these blanket things that we put on things, like, well, I don't want to be doing this in case that. So have that talk. Yeah. You know, like, hey, I really like you. I'm inclined to put all my effort right here. Are you still seeing other people? Are we still doing this? Because, I mean, the thing is, does that, I mean, yeah, you got to make sure you're not doing it on the first date. But, yeah. Yeah, you, you know. Don't want one eye to such a date one. Right. But, the you know, it just comes down to, like, be you. Be honest. What do you want? 
and then do it. How soon is it? I know every relationship and every every situation is different, but is there a rule of thumb on when it's too soon to have the what are we talk? I don't know if there's a too soon or there's definitely a too late. Sure. Um, But no, I mean, I, I and that's actually, you know, when we're talking about bad dating advice and we've talked about how bad TikTok is. I did see somebody on TikTok the other day saying, like, don't be afraid at the end of the first date to be like, what are you dating for? Like, are we dating right now just to get to know each other? Are you long term, maybe not with me, but with somebody, are you dating to find somebody? Are you dating to have fun? Are you dating, you know, just to not be alone? Like, kind of where are you going? That's a little familiar for me, depending on how well I knew the person before the first date. But I think that it's not a bad idea. I want to know how many other guys are texting you good morning. And see, that's the thing. You see all these people saying, if he's not texting you good morning, look, I, I went out with a guy that texted like six women good morning every morning. And yeah. for the longest time, I thought it was just me until I realized it never had anything personalized in it. It was always good morning, sunshine, with little sunshine emoji. And I thought one day I realized, oh. Copy paste. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, like I just, you know, how many, how many good morning texts you got from other people? Because there's a reason I mean, I know some guys are just weirdos and will send it. I, I give you that pass. Yeah. But if you got seven or eight people sending you good morning, they think they're that's getting them somewhere. They've been you, you browbeating them a little bit into them thinking that. Right. There's been some conversation. Well, and the thing is, again, it goes to motive and it goes to like, is he sending it to you because he woke up and you're the first thing on his mind? Or is he sending it to you because like, I'm going to send this. So she thinks I woke up and she's the first thing on my mind. Got it. All right. Let's take a break real quick. We'll come back and we will hit with uh, number 11. We are uh, These rabbit holes have been fun. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Therese Apel, DarkHorsePersonnel.com. We're discussing 32 things men must stop doing now in the dating pool. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Rules when necessary. Welcome on back in here to the Clay Edwards Show. <laughs> <laughs> we are live in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. And this segment is going to be brought to you by my buddies over at uh, Ellis Autoplex. Come, that's me, by the way. That's you. That's me. Come see me and the team, Jason Weaver, Casey Ellis, Rachel Ellis, and uh, my two guys back in the back doing all the hard work, making the trucks look good, making them run great. We sure do appreciate your business. Hey, look, you can shop us online, ellisautoplex.com. And hey, maybe you're not in the market to buy a car. You're in the market to sell your car. Come on by. We'll be there. You can I'll still be- call Clay. You can still call Clay. And here's the deal. Maybe you know somebody who wants to sell their car. I'll pay you $150 if I buy it. $150 cash How money. About that? Cash money. And uh, as everybody likes to say, what's your best price? Cash money. Well, here, my, I'm going to give you $150 if, uh, if I buy your friend's car or family member's car. As long as we can come together on a price. But uh, if you're in the market for a used Ford truck, brother, I am your place. And uh, we specialize in vehicles from about 18000 up to about 30000 We've got a few that are a little bit more expensive, some higher-end platinum stuff. But if you don't want to go spend fifty, sixty thousand 60000 on a truck, but you know you still want a good used truck that's, uh, that's been maintenance, that's been checked out, that's been serviced, the whole nine yards, come see us at Ellis Autoplex. Tons of Ford trucks right now. Tons of Ford trucks. Uh, shop it online, ellisautoplex.com, located at 2195 Highway 471 in Brandon, right down there across the street from the back porch 471 and over there by Booze Barbecue. All right, Therese. Yes. We are at number dun, 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 11. Okay. 
this one could be flipped to men or women. Sure. So I think I, I think this is good advice. It says arguing with a woman, you can't win with irrational people. That's true across the board. Across the board, if they're if they're irrational, if you absolutely one hundred percent know they're wrong, just don't argue with them. Right. You know, they're also also don't date that person. Well, and if they're going to not let you like, I mean, there are people that even when they know they're wrong, they're still going to keep fighting. Just let them just let them go do their thing. Yeah. People like that are are, are, are toxic. Mm -hmm. And you don't want toxic. And there's no amount of whatever you think you're getting out of this relationship that makes it worth having that fight all the time. Absolutely not. All right. Number 12. Okay, I want to make sure I word this properly. Okay. <laughs> when he stops to word something, it's going to be good. Selling yourself short in the sexual marketplace. And that means the dating pool. Sure. I just copied what his verbatim. Sure, sure. In the dating pool. Like, <clears throat> I saw something on uh, TikTok yesterday. Apparently, I'm in the top 1.5% of all us. Uh, if you're over 40, uh, over six, t- six foot, make X amount a year. I'm not going to say the amount. But, you know, it's 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 high two figures. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's high four, five, high five figures. Okay. You make above high five, certain high five figure number. And I'll just say it's above 70,000. And uh, and you're not married. Mm-hmm. You apparently it puts you in the top 1.5% hmm. of available men. And okay. you're quasi-athletic. Sure. You know, I, I will say I'm not obese anyway. So, <clears throat> it, it, so it just says, long story short, don't sell yourself short. It basically, let me let me dumb this down for you, uh, guys. You go out. Don't don't sell yourself short for the two o'clock pop special. Yes. Uh, if you want somebody attractive, do what it takes. Or you want somebody that's a a high value woman, mm-hmm. do what it takes to be with a high value woman. Well, and I think what we are talking about would be that you know who do you want to be with? Mm-hmm. Like, and we're thinking relationships. When he uses the the marketplace term. Um, I feel like that's just like a marketplace. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like that's just what's here today, and like, then tomorrow you come back. You like know? a night, like a Saturday night out at a you know pick a local nightclub. Right. Yeah. Right. And I I think, but across the board, I think that again, this is another one that could be translated well to like remember what you bring to the table, mm-hmm. because I think especially once you get into you know your thirties and forties, you start feeling like there's nothing else out there, so you yeah. will settle instead of like remembering your worth. But also, don't overvalue yourself. That's true. Too. Either I mean, be realistic with yourself. Yeah. And <clears throat> if you want to, it's the it's the the rule of the rule of five average mm-hmm. deal. You're the you're the six. Was it six? Anyway, you're the average of the five people you hang out with. Yes. If you hang out with a bunch of broke dudes, you're gonna be the six. You hang out with a, with a bunch of loose women, five loose women, you're gonna be the six. You hang out with five dummies, you're gonna be the six. you hang out with five entrepreneurs that are doing good things in their life. Yep. You're you're more likely to be successful like they are. You're you're the average of the five people you associate with the most. One hundred percent. You know, so look at them, and that's probably your dating pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's accurate. You know, like so, when you when you look at who your closest friends are, then look at their level of success and look at yours. Yep. Yeah. And and uh, I've been blessed. My friends have evolved over the years, and some of the, some of those same guys that uh, probably looked at me the same. Well, I know they looked at me the same way. I was probably not the person you wanted to be an average of. And uh, they expanded, and the high tide lifted all ships. Yeah. And I came up with them. There you go. <laughs> so uh, just food for thought there. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Th- this is a pet peeve of mine, and I 100% agree with this. Uh-oh. The no free attention. Quit giving away free attention 
on thirst traps and stuff like that on the internet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, guys, just let's say, for instance, since Therese is in the studio with me, when Therese posts a selfie, you know, a simple like, heart, love, whatever, look nice, great. Mm-hmm. Do not go posting ravishing and luxurious right. and beautiful and right. all this stuff, unless you have that type of relationship with said woman. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, like, there was a guy a couple of years ago, he was probably in his 60s or something, and he would post something creepy every time I would post anything. Mm-hmm. And finally, one day he said something that was over the line, and I don't remember what it was now, but I was like, okay, because that's not, cre-. I, I wrote, okay, because that's not creepy. Yeah. And he got mad, and he, like, chewed me out and said, maybe that's his words, maybe that's why no man has put his seed in you yet. <laughs> and I was like, Wow. Okay, like, and I I couldn't block him fast enough. He blocked me first, which I was just like, all right, well, you know what? Trash took itself out. <laughs> Whatever that was. Well, yeah, you know, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. And don't take a selfie as a like somebody posting a selfie. I don't think some guys quite understand how timelines work. Yeah. Just because they posted a selfie and it's in your news feed does not mean it's posted on your page. That doesn't mean it's posted for you. Exactly. Right. You know, don't take that as an automatic pass to slide in that DM with some nonsense. Right. <laughs> Let me just, if, oh, and they do. Yeah. If you're going to slide in a DM, come with a joke or something. Look, seriously, I actually saw a meme one day and it was like, here's how to slide in the DMs. And it had some guy that had sent a picture of a golden retriever puppy. Yeah. And like, look at my dog. And okay, you know what? I am going to answer that. Send me a picture of literally anything else that you guys usually send pictures of and I'm going to delete you and block you. But you send that dog, man. You got me at least for a second. Absolutely. Absolutely. Somebody texted in my own air. Cut it on the radio station. You'll yeah. find out if I'm on <laughs> of air. Of course you're on the air. <laughs> what time is it? Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. So that was um that was the no free attention. Yeah, man, yeah. just don't be a creep in uh in that stuff. Also, girls notice that. I, I know guys by name that I've never met face-to-face because they put creepy comments. I mean, and, and you may not think it's creepy to be like, this is beautiful, Sarah. But if Sarah doesn't know you and you don't have that relationship with her, then all her friends are like, oh, look, it's creepy Bob again. Like, just don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Guys, I'm telling you. Because the rest of us is also called simping. Yeah. We're looking back at you and we're laughing. And don't be that guy. And there was another one I thought about, too. This isn't on this list, but I'm going to add it. Okay. You're going through a breakup or a divorce recently. And especially if the other person initiated it because they don't like you no more or bad behavior or whatever. Do not slide into their text messages, good morning, and all that stuff or all this heartfelt nonsense. There's a good chance that your significant other is laying there with another Significant other. Sure. And they're making fun of you. Exactly. Let me save you the embarrassment. Just don't do it. That The ship has sailed, and you don't want to be that guy or girl. Yes. So uh, that is a bonus thing for everybody to stop that's, doing. That's the clay edition of this arguably bad list. <laughs> now, I, I ought to put together a list. but Yeah, some of this list hadn't been so bad yet. Not right, when so, we translate it. Okay, 14. I disagreed with this in his red flags, and I disagree with it now. Uh, he he says don't date single moms, and now he says don't raise another man's kids. It, every situation is different. Don't try to replace a daddy that's there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, this is that's just him being some kind of 
toxic alpha male who yeah. wants to only have his own spawn populate the world. Yeah, if 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 you're dating somebody and the, there's an active father, depending on how old the kid is, that's another thing. Uh, that say, let's just say, okay, for example, there's a two or three year old boy that does not have a father figure in his life. His dad is not in his life. Mm-hmm. If you want to be with his mama, you better absolutely step up and be stepdaddy. Oh yeah, It'd be daddy. And you better treat him like your own, too. Yeah, absolutely. Or you probably ain't going to be with mommy if you like her. Unless she's the kind of woman you don't want to be with. If exactly. she lets you treat her kids like crap, no. Exactly. So, uh, again, I disagree with that. It is perfectly okay to raise another man's kid. Thank God my dad did. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and maybe that's why I'm a little, you know. Well, also because it's, I mean, it takes a jerk to say don't date single moms across the board. Like, that's just a jerk. Talk about shallowing up the, the dating pool. Mm-hmm. Where are you from? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and that, I promise you, that is the same dude that would say, well, you're this age and you're not married and you don't have kids. What's wrong with you? Exactly. You know? All right. Um, this next one's too good. We got to take a break. Okay. And we'll come back to it. I will throw it out there, though. So y'all know we're going to get a good reaction from Therese. It says, quit putting up with bad female behavior. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 1039 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show live on 1039 WYAB with Therese April at darkhorsepressnow.com, the best investigative breaking news site on the web, in my personal Thank opinion. Thank you very much. Uh, save it to your, save it to, uh, your favorites. Uh, download the app. All that stuff. Yeah. And uh, we really do t- appreciate Therese coming on. Uh, great chemistry. And uh, maybe one day we'll have our own morning everyday show. That would be funny. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah. That would be fun. We got Therese and Clay in the mornings. Right. See, I ain't afraid to put the woman's name first. As long Aww. as my name's on the billboard, I Thanks, don't care. Thanks, Clay. <laughs> mm-hmm. right, so we got about a minute. Sure. Uh, I want your response to stop putting up with bad female behavior. Well, I mean, again, I have to apply this on both sides. Stop putting up with bad behavior, period. Mm -hmm. Somebody's acting like a brat. If somebody's bullying you, if somebody is gaslighting you or mentally abusing you or, you know, making you look stupid in front of your friends by throwing a temper tantrum or whatever, don't take that. And can I tell you how to tell early on if they're going to do all those things? How do they treat the waiter or waitress or bartender when you go out and their mama and their mama that will be the defining thing on how they're going to treat you if they will talk to their mama like that yep they will talk to you like that if they will disrespect that server for no reason Mm -hmm. they will disrespect you that's right that is a great red flag to pay attention to uh, if you want to see if somebody is well behaved or not well and watch how they react to little things that shouldn't bother them is there a spider like if they're freaking out about it or whatever, well, then you've got somebody who's reactive to small things. I mean, and that's, <laughs> hey, that's the first example I could think of. But I, I feel attacked. I will burn the house down if I see a spider. <laughs> okay, red All flag. Right. All right, red <laughs> flag, kidding. red flag. All right, this is the Clay Edwards Show with Therese April, DarkHorsePressNow.com. We'll be right back live on 103.9 WYAB. Award-winning podcaster you know what makes that award even better Therese? what's that it was from the jackson free press oh that is <laughs> that's priceless and they and they discontinued the best podcast the year after i won it so that you could never win again could never win again <laughs> that award oh yes Hi. Right. yeah we're live in the mac hike of flowwood studios and this segment is going to be brought to you by one of our new sponsors here man really excited to have these on this is a brand that i believe in 
and it is something that I do regularly and often, and that is grilled meat and steak. And this is Stonington Farm Beef, located right down there in Perkinston, Mississippi. Okay. And you may be thinking to yourself, well, Clay, if they're in Perkinston, how does that benefit me up here in central Mississippi? Well, don't fret. They make, uh, I think they come up here every other week or so. Right. So you'll call Miss Katie Stonington. You'll put together a custom order that's right for you. And instead of a bulk order, you don't have to do a quarter of a cow or a half of a cow. They can do that. Yeah. And uh, But if you just want to say, like I spent 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. I got five pound and a half ribeyes. I got 10 pounds of ground beef. And I got, I think, five pounds of sirloin steak. Wow. I spent around 200 bucks, give or take. And they brought it up here, to custom ordered for me. I was talking about even maybe getting some some uh, sirloin ground up to burger. Okay. I do like a, like a higher end ground beef yeah. type deal. And anyway, they can do all that. I uh, just got to call them and get it worked out with the uh, with the with the butcher and everything and make it happen. And Y'all, grilling season is almost here. Grilling season's here every year, every day. That's true. It never That's ends. It never ends for a real meatsman. Right, but I mean, woman. like the the go out and sit outside oh, sure. while you grill season is absolutely. Here. It yeah. is approaching us, and look, the best thing about this, none of they don't put any of that nonsense in their meat. Any of that, any of those injections or all that. It's one hundred percent grass fed and grass finished. They ain't fattening it up at the end with a uh, grain, so it makes a drastic difference in the way the meat tastes. Oh, that's awesome! And uh, if you're used to eating like grocery store beef, it's different, and in, in, in a better way. Yeah, I mean it is a different. It's this high end, high high end steakhouse type meat here. And it's and, right uh, there in Perkinston. It is, and they bring it right up here to you. They That's met, amazing. They come up. They they got their big uh their big delivery truck, and it's got all the coolers and freezers and stuff in it. And you meet them there, and like we did the Home po- Home Depot parking lot in uh, Brandon. Mm-hmm. There were like a dozen people there, and everybody was getting meeting them to get their meat and stuff. And they they went to Madison too, so they do like multiple uh, meetups up here. Yeah. So it made it real simple. I defrosted those steaks, and uh, we had st- that was on Friday, and we had steaks that Sunday. They're individually uh, frozen. Uh, Anyway, you can't beat it. Really, really that good. That sounds amazing. I'm glad to know about that. Absolutely. Check them out online at stoningtonfarm.com, and you'll call Miss Katie. And they're, they're going to be up here on the 17th. So get your order Great. in now. They'll be up here You've next got week. Time. You do. You have plenty of time. And uh, that's S-T-O-N-N-I-N-G-T-O-N farm.com. And, uh, or you can just go Google it, Stonington Farm. And uh, really, really excited to have them on board here. Yeah, that is exciting. Because we're all about health and eating a health, healthier options. And, That's right. And all that. And uh, healthy beef is uh, one of the places we can start. You know, locally sourced. You know, they say local honey is good for you. Local beef is too. Yeah. Well, I think anything that's not running through the the process, the big processes right yep. now is good for you. All the chemicals mm-hmm. and everything like that. And it don't go through a bunch of different hands. Yep. Especially from there. From Sit farm in a warehouse table. forever. That kind of thing. Yep. yep. Farm to table. It's a different color. I mean, it's it? red. Oh, wow. You know, it is red, red. You know, grocery stores, I ain't saying grocery stores got bad meat by no means. I've eaten a ton of it and still sure. will, but this is just different. It is, when you get it local, it, is, it feels different. It cuts different. It's just really, really fresh. I have to try it now. Yep, I'm excited. All right, so, Therese. Yes. We're doing our 32 Things Men Must Stop Doing Now. This is uh, Richard Cooper, author of the Unplugged Alphas, basically bad dating advice. Yes, it's very bad dating advice. Although when when you take it from a grown up perspective and apply it to both men and women, some of it has actually yeah. applied. It, sure, sure, uh, it's entertaining. I it mean, is. And I, I, as, <laughs> in as, some as cases, a, that's all it is. <laughs> as a guy that did a lot of dating in his twenties, yeah, I won't say that it's bad. It wasn't bad advice in my twenties. Maybe I should have listened to more of it. Uh, so I think we stopped off at 
I think the last one was bad number behavior. 15, bad behavior. Yeah. All right. Number 16. This is, again, one of those kind of silly, more pet peeve things. That quit referring to a woman as your soulmate. Either it's a good girl or she's a bad girl or a good guy or bad guy. That doesn't mean they're your soulmate just because they don't treat you bad. Why is one of those mutually exclusive to the other? Like, I, if there's only three things I can choose from and that's soulmate or good guy or bad guy, that's just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, he could be anything. He could be like, you know. Mostly a good dude, but sometimes he loses his temper. Or he could be like, I don't know, he comes off like a jerk, but really he's a good guy inside. Or I mean, there's a million things. Okay, well, how I perceive that uh, in layman terms is just because you've been so you've dated so many broken and damaged people and they treated you like crap that just mm-hmm. because you finally have somebody that is normal does not mean they're your soulmate. Right. It means they're just normal. You know, and, and, and you're so broken, you don't even you don't even know how to rationalize what normal is. And you know, people think that that is is not real. But how many times have you or one of your friends, or I mean, it's happened to me, that you start dating somebody who's never dated somebody who's actually just kind to them, and immediately like they, it, it looks like this is the best thing ever. And then at some point they run, and then later on, when you're wondering whatever happened, they're like, "Well, you just freaked me out because you were nice." And not like the you were too nice, I but like, like I didn't know much. what to do. You know, <laughs> like you weren't abusing me. Therefore, there was no up and down. I didn't yeah. know if you liked me or not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not the jealous type. You don't try to fight every time we go out. Right. So all you abusive people, stop it. Because the nice, normal ones of us are like having to do your cleanup. Now that, now that could tie into a little off subject, but that could tie into the she doesn't like nice guys. Oh, it always ties into the she doesn't like nice guys. But also, like I said in my TikTok, every guy almost presents as nice. I mean, you present as nice until she gets comfortable, and that's when you are not nice anymore. So after digesting all of that, is there a thing where girls don't like nice guys? I think to an extent, it depends. It's just like guys don't like nice girls. I mean, okay, so when somebody is overly fawning, when somebody is, you know, it goes, and, and I think the word that the alphas, quote unquote, are using these days is, quote, simp. But, and, and I hate all of those classifications because the deal is if somebody's a wuss, if somebody's like wimping all over me, if somebody's, you know, doing this, um, oh, you're so beautiful or like you're always right type attitude, no. Stand up and be a man. Like, if you disagree with something I say, disagree with it. But, like, I'm not here to be your punching bag. And I'm also not here to have to listen to you talk about how you just want to, you know, bathe my feet, you know, or whatever. All right. So, note to self, do not tell her she's beautiful. <laughs> you it. know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, no, I, I agree with all that. I mean, there's just be normal. Mm-hmm. Be normal. Don't mm-hmm. don't overthink it. Just right. be normal. Uh I would say, you know, would you find it weird if anybody said those things to you? If the answer is yes, right. don't say them to somebody else. Right. Are you familiar enough with this person to say this to them? I used to have this rule. I'm like, you know, if you ever want to know if something sounds stupid, look in the mirror, say it to yourself. If it sounds stupid to you, it's going to sound stupid to them. Right. You know, use that. Right. <laughs> if you have to question if it sounds stupid, it probably sounds also, stupid. Also, you probably ought to be aware of what their perception of your relationship is, too. Because, you know, there are people who build this whole thing in their head like you're closer than you are. And then they say things that come off like, no, dude, like back all the way up, you know. Yep. All right. Number 17. Uh, this is another one of the more silly ones that says, uh, stop saying happy wife, happy life. Now, I don't know if this guy's ever been married or not. 
But I can tell you from personal experience, if your wife is miserable, you're going to be miserable. Now, you may have no control over her happiness. That may be uh, controlled by a pharmacist. Right. But, or a chemical balancing, should I say? But I'll just say this. If your wife ain't happy, your life ain't going to be happy. That's true. You know, so you may want hit to the, hit the eject button. But uh, I, I, so I would disagree with him on that. Um, let's see here. Um, make sure I can read this. I don't want to say a cuss word on the radio. Okay, this is a this is an interesting one to me. This is number eighteen, and I never really used the phrase "white knighted" much. Yeah, this goes kind of back to being Captain Saver, you know. But it says, uh, "Stop white knighting uh, on social media." Uh, also means stop protecting women on social media. This is more for like feminist males, you know, that sees like, oh, you don't know. Da, 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 you yeah. Know. And, and there is a difference. So when there's somebody who presumes to speak for women, you know, like, well, you wouldn't know because you're not a woman and I'm going to tell you how women are, even though I'm a man. Like, no, don't do that. But I have had men that um, when, you know, when you're on Facebook as a public figure, people say whatever they want. And I have had men that have come up and been like, you don't understand that, like, all her friends will kill you if you talk like that, you know, like that have jumped in there and, and come to my not to my rescue, but have defended my honor. Sure. And um, and so that to me, I remember every one of them and I respect every one of them for being willing to step into that gap instead of just letting me get slandered and beat up by some jerk on social media. Yeah, I think it ties back into his example. It probably ties more back into. Um, men simping. Oh yeah, in the free in the free attention category. Yeah. Uh, well, I think he probably means both because he's a different kind of jerk than you know anybody that we're talking about. But like in the real world where real humans are, yeah, I think that it applies more like that. Okay. Oh, uh, let's see here. And again, I, I, this is not Clay's list. No, this is not Clay's in. list. <laughs> this is not Clay's list. Uh, mine would probably be about five long, and that would be it. Yeah. Let's see here. Um, it says don't go from being their pet to their plow horse. Hmm. Um, and I'm gonna try to put this in terms that we can better understand here on the radio. You know, don't be go from being there to doing all their little things for them. You know, and kind of being their date or kind of their trophy boyfriend or them being your trophy girlfriend to being the guy that now. Uh, becomes their their errands boy. Yeah, like don't they're, let them use you. Yeah, don't let them use you. Yeah, you know. Well, think, that and that goes for women both. too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if she comes over and wa- uh, cleans your house and washes your dogs once, don't don't expect that to be something she does every week. Right. Don't and ask get her mad when she doesn't. It's Tuesday. Have my dogs been washed? Right. <laughs> you know, don't do that. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's go here. Let's see. Number twenty. Not attending to sell. Okay, this is a big one here. Okay. I 100% agree with this, especially at 45 years old. Guys in your 20s, if you're listening right now, guys in your 30s, 40s, whatever, don't stop working out or don't start taking, don't stop taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. because you're in a good relationship. Yeah, and I think that happens. People Women get too, happy. by the way. Yeah. I mean, you know, you get happy in a relationship or you get miserable in a relationship. Mm -hmm. It's like everything just kind of goes to the wayside yeah yeah if 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 you're for example if i was with somebody right now if i was dating somebody and they said clay you know i like uh your arms big and your shoulders big when you work out you know what clay's gonna do i'm gonna add in a little extra shoulder and arm rotation yep 
And uh, that ain't going to be an issue. If somebody tells you what they like, listen to them. Don't, don't stop doing it just because you got them. Right. You know, if, if you know what brought them to the table, keep serving that dish. Right. And so that just reminded me of a, the guy that I dated that married somebody else without telling me. That's his unofficial name. Um, but he, he liked to cook. So I would sit there and he would cook for us and I would eat whatever he cooked and I would always tell him how great it was and whatever. And then it got to where I would go to the gym. And if I was at the gym for more than an hour, he would start to flip out. And, you know, so it'd be like, what are you still doing in the gym? You know, he thought I was obviously out there cheating somewhere. So I quit going to the gym because it freaked him out so bad when I was at the gym. Meanwhile, he's still feeding me like whatever he cooks that day. And it was always really good food. So I must have put on 30 pounds while I was dating him. And then the woman that he date or that he married without telling me was like former Miss Hawaiian Tropic something or another. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like there were so many mistakes made here. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was just trying to be nice and eat his food. And then he didn't like the gym. So I was like, uh, don't do that. Don't fat, do that. Fatten you up for slaughter. Literally. That, that was pretty much it. He was also the guy that told me not to wear makeup because he liked it better that way. But it really it was just to keep other guys from looking at me. Uh, you know, that, so. that, whole, <laughs> that whole gym thing. Yeah, I, I get it. I, I get it on the surface level. But. When I go to the gym, that is not what I see in the gym. I'm not looking at guys like that in the gym. Yeah. I mean, like, we're all here to work out. Like, uh, of course you're going to be jacked if you're in the gym in some cases. Sometimes you're not. You're working to get there. But, like, I'm not looking at you like this is a meat market when we're at the gym. Yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Again, I just don't see that in the gym. But I was at a different gym out in Byron the last time I was at an active gym member. I work out at home now. And it was a different breed out there. Yeah. So just different deal. But all right, look, let's take a break real quick. When we come back, we're going to pick up at number dun, 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 21. We, uh, we're going to have to start breezing through this thing. Yeah, we better hurry. I'll tell you what, let's do number 21 now. Okay. It says, uh, stop putting yourself in debt for long periods of time. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, I don't want to tell you rent, not buy, but. But be cautious of what you're doing. Absolutely. Yeah, be very cautious of what you're doing. Don't put yourself in an ability, you know, in long-term debt situations for short-term happiness. Yes. I think that's the best way to say that. 100%. All right, that's good advice. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Some more good advice would be to stay tuned. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the... Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. I'm joined by Therese Abel with DarkHorsePressNow.com. This segment is going to be brought to you by Battlefield Drag Strip out there in Collinsville, Mississippi. The action gets started this Friday night. The race season starts up. It's a no prep test and tune for the big Cold Wars race Saturday and Sunday out there at Battlefield Drag Strip. It's less than 90 minutes from Jackson. It's good family fun. You can trailer your your car. You can run what you brung. The whole nine yards. Spectators, I think it's $20 entry fee. Racers, it's only 40 You can check them out, battlefielddrag.com. Or just go to Facebook and type in Battlefield Drag Strip. It's going to be the one in Collinsville, Mississippi. There are a couple others nationally called the same thing, so don't get confused. It's the one with like the pink sky of the racetrack. The racetrack with like a pink sky in the background. It's the image. But uh, check them out. We're going to have Garrett back in the studio with us Friday to talk about it again and to kick off the race season. And we plan on being heavily involved with Battlefield Drag Strip. We hope you are too, man. It's good family fun, something different to do. People always talk about, man, there's nothing to do around here. Nothing to do around here. 
And sometimes you got to get in your car and drive for a minute. Right. And that, those things are fun. Oh, absolutely. Look, man, I grew up through my team from the time I had a driver's license until the time they closed Hub City down in Hattiesburg, mm-hmm. going to the drag strip at least twice a month. And uh, it's just memories that I'll, I'll have for the rest of my life. And I hated that they closed Hub City, and he's efforting, same guy's efforting to open Hub City back up. But he's kind of, he's moved here from Arizona. He's bought Battlefield, getting it rolling, getting it remodeled, doing some cool things out there. And I, you, you drag racers know. It's a great track. They do a lot of the cool no-prep races out there, the prep races. They have bracket races. They do it all. And uh, Friday nights is kind of a run with your brong, you know, prep-type night, grudge racing, all that. So check it out, man. It's going to be a good time out there this race season at Battlefield Drag Strip in Collinsville, Mississippi. Less than 90 minutes from right here in uh, central Mississippi. Absolutely. All right, Therese, let's zoom through this. Okay. I think we're at number 21 here. Uh, you know, just 22. Number 21 was being in debt for long periods of time. That goes without saying. Sure. Uh, quit hating on women for no reason. Like, women are women. They are what they are. Yeah. You know, don't, don't hate the play. I hate the game. Yeah, and that's, I mean, again, all of these can go both ways. Like, when you just just decide you don't like the the opposite sex because they're the opposite sex, and some one person of all the people of the opposite sex ever hurt you, yeah. and now you hate everybody, that's a you problem. Exactly. Like, that's not everybody. That's you. Exactly. All right. Uh, we, we've already hit this, but I'll say it again because uh, it's number 23. Uh, stop not surrounding yourself with winners because you are the average of the five people you hang around yep. with. You know, absolutely. T- take t- t- sometimes you got to take inventory, mm-hmm. and I see all y'all post scrap on Facebook all the time about your circles and about bad friends and this, that, and the other. Well, that, that's your fault, right? It ain't your bad friend's fault. Well, and it's like I said in a TikTok not long ago: if there's somebody that you know and you think that they're so cool, only you don't know them that well, or like, gosh, I'd really like to be their friend, or I'd like to know more about them, send them a message like, hey, would you want to meet for lunch? Because I mean, Clay, you and I are both kind of in this public situation. There are going to be times we're going to be like, no, thank you. But there are going to be times we're like, no, you know what? That'd be cool. Sure. You know, yeah. you never know who who would be your friend if you put in some effort. Yeah, I, look, I need to do better keeping uh, keeping in contact with the friends I have. But mm-hmm. I'm you always do. game for lunch. Mm-hmm. You know, and you, like I say, you, you never know. You may jihad very well. Yep. And uh, make you a new friend. All right. Let's see here. Um Okay, this is one that I find interesting. 24. Uh, men, just because you get into a relationship, that does not mean you got to sell the sports car, sell the motorcycle, sell the boat, and go buy a minivan. Absolutely not. Keep the toys. Yeah. And it's not like she loved you for the sports car, but like that indicates a big shift if you're going to just go sell the sports car because now you've settled down. Yeah. Now, once kids start popping out and it just isn't practical anymore, sometimes yeah, you got to take, sometimes you gotta sometimes. Take, a, take a break from it. Sure. Uh, don't don't sell the boat. The kids can enjoy the boat too. Yeah, you know. So, all right. Let's see here. Uh, don't buy women uh, purses and other crap. You know, they want they want a coach bag, a Louis Vuitton. Let them buy that crap themselves. Unless it's their birthday or Christmas. I mean, get her something she wants for a special occasion. But don't be the guy that buys everything she says she wants. Because, like, I have a friend who's who had a guy buy her a toaster after she mentioned that she wanted a toaster. And it became, I mean, it's still a joke to me. The toaster? So, the toaster. And and he was not a boyfriend. He was not a nothing. He just saw on social media that there was a toaster. And she got it. I mentioned something the other day about needing another blender for shakes because my, because of my, um, my coffee blender is coffee stained. Yeah. And a ninja showed up to my house. 
Well, if it was somebody that you're involved with, then that's awesome because they heard what you said and they took it to heart. But if it was somebody that saw it on social media, that's creepy. Oh, I have a... (laughs) I have a great milkshake machine at my house now. Congratulations. Or protein shake <laughs> machine at my house now. I always say it, milkshake. It's fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Brings all the girls to the yard, my milkshake. <laughs> um, let's see here. Wifing up your girl because of outside pressure. Oh, so like your mama likes her, so now you have to marry her. Social, social pressure. Okay. Uh, you, you, you've, been, you've been together two years now. It's, it's, it's time to get with it or quit it. See, I don't understand that, that people do that, but I guess they do. So they they do. But I also watched that Pam and, or that Pamela Anderson thing, and I'd forgot that her and Tommy literally had never dated or anything, and he snuck down to Cancun because she was there and kind of stalked her. Yeah. And they left married three days later. Right. Don't do that. <laughs> like, that know, is not romantic. That's weird. That's creepy. So people do people get married on the whim too. So right. there, there is a balance, you know. And it, don't get married to somebody you don't love. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. make sure they love you too. Yeah. You know, I think you'll find happiness. Let's see here. Breaking up and getting back together constantly. Oh gosh, and never get back with an ex-wife or ex-husband. Right. You know, if it was enough to get divorced legally, respect the law. I've seen it work, but it's always because there were like circumstances that yeah. led to the divorce that then therapy or something else could fix. Yeah, I mean, I know some, I know some older folks who 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 are back with their their exes, but there was there wasn't people in between. Yeah. It was uh, kind of to prove a point kind of thing. There are rare exceptions to every rule, right? And in the relationship arena, you know, if if he's always breaking up with you or she's always breaking up with you over something stupid, and then you're getting back together, they're just using that breakup as a tool. So and, stop it. Stop and, letting them. And God forbid, if if y'all break up and you go bash each other on social media mm-hmm. and you get back together, we are all laughing at you. Oh, yeah. We're all involved now. I mean, I'm just telling you, and then oh, if you have the audacity to come back with a shared Facebook page, <laughs> just just stay off social media. Right. Just don't. I can always tell when somebody got back with an ex, they'll reappear on social media and they're bashing them, and they're, look at me, best living my best life, yeah. all that. And then their Facebook disappears. Yep. And you're like, oh, I know what happened. They got back with so-and-so, and they could not even show their face on social media anymore. Yeah. Well, and, and I can think of a situation where the couple, um, to their credit, were able to come back and be like, guys, it's been a hard road. You know, we've fought, we've whatever, but we're back together, and we're so happy. Like, thanks for that update. If you have to do it like that, I'm glad that you decided to tell us what was going on because yeah. obviously you've involved us all. You know? <laughs> exactly. I, do, I need some closure. Right. I, th- I think I sent you that TikTok the other day of the gay guy talking about uh, unanswered, uh, unspoken prayer requests on Facebook. <laughs> no, you got to tell me the whole thing. Yeah. He's like, he said, I, I, I knew, and I stole it and made it my own little post, but he said, uh, uh, no more. Unspoken prayer request. I ain't prayer. You need to tell me what's going on. Otherwise, I'm trying to dig through, figuring out who done who wrong. You know, and I was yep. like, also, I was like, you know what? And no more of this pray for my friend without me knowing who the friend is. What if your friend is my enemy and they're, and the prayer for them is for my own demise? Right. Yeah, I can't do that. Mm-mm. I got to know. No more. I need to know what I'm praying about. Right. And I need to know who I'm praying for. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm done with these unspoken prayer requests. Yeah. Thanks for respecting their privacy, but you need to respect my nosiness. Yeah, we're going to find out. <laughs> if it's something silly, too, 
Yeah. Boy, I tell you what, uh, prayers are for serious stuff. Right. Not not for you not burning the, the, the meatloaf. Although I have prayed when I've burnt some things that were important when I was supposed to feed somebody I'm trying to impress. All right. <laughs> now, <laughs> that's funny. All right, now here's a good one here. Uh, current situation. My home is my castle. I live yes. by myself. Yes. The whole thing is mine. It looks like a big sports bar in there. Big man cave, the mm-hmm. whole thing. It says, do not relinquish your castle and convert to just a man cave. If it's your castle, it stays your castle. Yeah, if she moves in, though, there's got to be some, you know, some yeah. meeting in the middle. I mean, look, I completely understand that if I start dating somebody and they, at some point they move in, my house needs a little uncastling. Well, who's paying the rent, too? Yeah. If she moves in and you're paying the rent, keep it how you want it. Who's got the nicest furniture? That, too. Yep, that's a big one. You know, like, I don't even have a dining table in my house right now. Yeah, you might want to let her bring I just have a TV table. tray over at the couch. <laughs> yeah. But I do have a little bar with some bar stools, you know, on the counter. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of been the dinner table. Yeah. And uh, it's enough for two. Fair enough. Oh, uh, let's see here. Don't put her on a pedestal. He said he said this about three yeah, different we ways. We're just, we've, we've gone over that. All right, number 31. Quit propping your girl up by knocking yourself down you know like for example i would I, I if it wasn't for her i wouldn't be dot 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 stop giving her credit for your success unless she was a part of your success yeah i mean you know there are people in your life that you wouldn't be where you were if they hadn't been there to support you oh, no doubt if she's one of them give her credit Absolutely. No, Don't no. be like too proud man to, you know, to give her credit. I have found the the times in my life that I have achieved my most, my best professional success was when I was in a really good relationship and was being driven and mm-hmm. pushed to glory yep. or when I was in a really bad relationship and working 24 hours a day was better than being home. Yep. There has never been a, happy medium there agreed it's all it's either in spite of or because of a good woman yeah yeah you know? and you got to be careful because a mediocre relationship will make you mediocre and i've had that happen too it, you know there was yeah. a point the same the same loser i just talked about where it's like he didn't push me he didn't care what i was doing so i didn't care what i was doing i just wanted to be there and be there for him and my career suffered i'm trying to read my last handwriting here on number 32 on social media, your girl. You're so, oh, this is this is some, this was some, this was stupid. But okay. yeah, I guess there's a thing on social media where you take like professional pics, and it's kind of like your girl pulling you. Oh yeah. He says, "Don't post those either. You look like a simp." Oh my gosh, he's so insecure. Yeah. He's so he's such a wimp. This dude is weaker than anyone he makes fun of. If my girl wants to go do a photo shoot and do some silly stuff, bro, I'm gonna appease it. Yeah. I don't, you know, if I like her enough, if I love her, mm-hmm. I don't really care. Yeah. You know. Because, I, I mean, honestly, who's going to think worse of you for that? Nobody except for this dude with the podcast. Yeah. Like, if it, it goes back to what I say, if you love that person, mm-hmm. and it also goes back to that other thing of the girl making other guys jealous of you, not yeah. you jealous of her. Right. You know, if she wants you to do stuff like that, she is sending a message that she's taking care of her man. Yeah. That's how I see that. Right. Well, and that's the thing. Like, when you're in love, 
there is a part of you that wants to show something off, you know, like, look, this is how happy we are. And granted, there becomes a fake of that as well. Oh, yeah. But, you know, if if your girl wants to take those pictures, take that as a sign that, for better or for worse, she is marking her territory. Yep. But if you're in a relationship that matters, let her. And, and guys, too. Like, if a guy wants to, I mean, to some extent... And I realize I'm about to get a lot of feminist hate from this, but if a guy wants to mark his territory to an extent, have at it. You want to post pictures of us, even though you know that I'm kind of private about it, do it. Do it all day if we're together. Absolutely. No, I agree with all that. I, it is okay to show, to let the world know you're in a relationship, you know. Mm-hmm. But everybody's business is different. Yeah, absolutely. You know, some, some people just live private lives, and I've learned to be cool with that, too. Yes. All right, this is the Claire Edwards Show with Therese April. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. When necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show, live here with Therese Apel in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. Therese. Yes. So we've been through red flags. We've been through do's and don'ts. And yeah. Let's let's land the show. I got some text I want to read, but before that. Okay. What what is what is like just a big green flag for you? Like, you know what, this this person checks off more boxes than X's. Kindness. Um if they're honestly kind, not like that fake, slimy kind, um, integrity. You know, if you say you're going to do something and you actually do it. Um, courage. You know, if you're not scared to stand for what you believe in, in a way that is not over the top, um, depending on what that looks like, I guess. But um, loyalty. I mean, I think that goes without saying. Uh, the first one for me is reciprocation of effort. Yeah, that, oh, Matt, yeah, that, absolutely. You know, like, like feeling like you're putting in as much as I am. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I think that's, that, that's a wrong, there's a bunch of different things that I can cover. It's a big umbrella. Yes. Whether it's from texting to kindness to taking care of me when I'm sick to me taking care of you. Yeah. To a bunch of different things. Uh, just reciprocation of effort, I think, is yeah. the biggest. You know, you know when somebody's not putting in the effort. One hundred percent. Pay attention to that. Yeah. You know, that, that, that's kind of my closing thoughts on that. When, when you know when somebody's not putting the effort, pay attention. Right. That That's the red flag. And it's the green flag when you know they are. When, when, when you when you when you don't feel insecure, when you feel like uh, none of that is none of those problems exist. Mm-hmm. That's the green flag. Absolutely. You know, because somebody's properly reciprocating effort. It's because they like you. Right. And just remember that if you're trying to play these games like these people on TikTok or the podcasters or whatever are putting out there like, you don't have to call her back for three days or whatever like that. Just remember that, you know, there's some of us out here honestly trying to, like, do the right thing. And if you don't call me for three days because some, you know, donkey on the Internet told you not to, I'm going to take that as no effort. Well, don't forget there's eight other guys texting her good morning. I mean, yeah, for most women, from, yes. From one, from, from, from one app or another. Right. So just be be mindful of that. All right, we got some great text here on the uh, Guns and Gear text line. And uh, Texter, text me your name so I can lock you in. You've had some good texts this morning. It says, uh, <clears throat> it said, Clay, you're too old to be spinning plates. I said, well. Yeah, that's true. I said, definitely not spinning plates. Yeah. So we're good there. And he also says, I'm never dating again at this point. Very insightful lesson of the day. Love yourself, value yourself, and focus on loving the life you live. Happiness is internal, and nothing external can fix that. Romantic relationships are not the love of your life. Loving yourself is. 
I like that. I think that it's a mistake to say I'm never dating again. But I do think like one thing that I'm doing is I'm not pushing dates, dating anymore. Like when it comes, it'll be organic. There'll be somebody that you want to spend more time with. And when that time comes, then spend more time with them. Absolutely. All right. Reagan can says uh, men must stop being women. This new weak need, (laughs) compassionate male makes me sick. Men are supposed to be men, not defined by masculine women, but real men defined by God, leaders of their families, which is not defined as abusive. Dang it. Just be a man. Women, women do not respect women, men. Um, yeah, look, one of the things we, we didn't hit a lot was just like the religious stuff. Yeah. Uh, religion is important to me. We need to be on the same page there. Yeah. You know, politically well, I, too, to an extent. I think we should be careful how we use the word compassionate too, because compassion is an important thing in a good man, but not <clears throat> not wimpy. Uh, we got a text that number two was just an excuse, and I'm trying to remember what number two was. Flipping through my notes aggressively as I check yes, here. Yes, he is definitely in the notes right now looking for number two as we speak. Here we go. Number two was referring to your wife as my boss. Oh. Uh, the boss. Yeah, definitely an excuse. That was yeah. the only oh, yeah. that was an yeah, excuse. Yeah, we said that, yeah. All right, let's see here. Um, Rick says, new category, boys, young men didn't have daddy issues. Uh, that's kind of going back to our earlier conversation about daddy issues. Yeah. No, men have them, too. Like I said, what do you think both Top Gun movies are about? <clears throat> yeah, th- look, yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of parental issues. And I, I will say, there, a lot of men have mama issues. And uh, I, I know some. And, and I'm blessed that I am blessed that I feel like I didn't have mama or daddy issues. You know, I was yeah. raised, raised by good folks. I mean, <clears throat> and but you see it a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you know. And some people, you, you may think they have daddy issues, but it may just be toxic relationship issues. And some people are just broken. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, a lot no, of us are these days. And there ain't no fixing them. And it is what it is. All right. Let's take a break real quick. We'll come back. We'll land the plane with a little bit more than a minute so we can see what Therese is up to, what's going on in Dark Horse, and uh, what's going on here at the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 1039 WYAB. Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. We got Therese April at darkhorsepressnow.com. That's right. In the studio with us. Therese, we got a couple of minutes to kind of land the plane. We've had three hours today. Thank you so yeah, much for coming and joining no the party with me here. And uh, appreciate you being back on the show. It's, uh, we've had a couple of really, Glad to do it. really entertaining shows. And that peeling the onion bag and taking our gas off the our gas, taking our foot off the gas on political and crime and all the bad stuff in the world and mm-hmm. having a little fun. You know, I, I think it helps expand the audience. I, I think it helps people see another side of us. Yeah. And I, I think these are, when I say reality radio, my promo there. Yes. I think that's reality. It's real world. It's stuff we deal with every day. It's insecurities. It's family. It's all that. And I think that helps broaden the audience for one thing. But it, it, it's almost therapy for me. Absolutely. Yeah. It helps because sometimes when you are a public figure like that and you do have to put this same foot forward every day. It's nice to let people see a little bit more of who you are. Yeah. I mean, I, I think one reason why this show does well and why the podcast does well and all that stuff and why your platforms do well is we're authentic. Yeah. Right. People know that there's no reason I'd go on here and lie about the things I say I've done and do because there would be no upside. Mm-hmm. I do it because I want to be authentic and I want to be, I, I want to control my narrative. Right. You know, I don't want somebody else that did bad things with me in the past to come out and say, well, I know something he did. 
<laughs> you know, um, and if you can just beat it to the punch and be like, yeah, that used to be who I am, but now I'm something else, you know. I mean, like we're all we're all humans, and you know, we all go through these things, and mm-hmm. regardless of how many followers we have or anything like that, I mean, we all we're all red on the inside, and it's a great way to go back to. Uh, the racism conversation. We're all right. the same on this. So we're all humans. Right. You know, be courteous to folks. Treat people right. Treat people like you want to be treated. And that goes back to dating and everything else. Mm-hmm. Treat people like you want to be treated. Now, some people are just gluttons for punishment, and they are what they are. Yeah. Well, and, and so there was this kid on online a few years back, and they did these videos of him, like, taking food to homeless people and whatever. And he was, like, four years old. And he would hand people stuff, and he would say, don't forget to show love. And it was the cutest little thing you've ever seen, even if you're not, like, into kids. And so now that is my mantra when I think about it, because we all try to do better and then you forget to sometimes. But don't forget to show love wherever you are, whoever you're talking to. Do yep. it. Therese, how can people find you online? DarkHorsePressNow.com is our news website. I am on Facebook in a couple of different iterations. Of course, Dark Horse Press. Or sorry, I said DarkHorsePressNow.com. I don't know if I said that right. But um, Dark Horse Press is our news Facebook. Of course, there's a Teresa Able Facebook that is news and a Teresa Able Facebook that is me. There's also TikTok. There's also Twitter. I'm everywhere. I'm overexposed. Touche. Touche. I deleted one of my old Facebooks yesterday. 5,000 friends. I said, bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs> that sounds so nice. <laughs> and it became, and it became it, Facebook did not make it easy to find the delete option. I had to Google <laughs> how to delete Facebook. Oh, and, and I'm almost jealous. <laughs> and still had a hard time finding the delete because the, the 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 back screen had changed a little since the Google update. Oh wow! I was like, come on, man! I just want you to go away. And I, and, and it, <laughs> I just it, want to remove myself. It said, "Why do you want to delete?" It said, "I had all these options." It said, "Other." I typed him a fancy message. Yeah, I can't repeat a single word <laughs> I put in there. And uh, my friend was like, "That's not going to do you any favors." I'm like. Wow, I just deleted it. It don't matter. Right. Who cares? Yeah. Bye. Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Look, it's been a fun show today. I'll be back tomorrow with Kyle from the Phoenix Club of Jackson discussing their big speakeasy soiree this Friday night. So uh, tune in. That's a big fundraiser for the Boys and Girls Clubs of Central Mississippi. They're going to have raised over a million dollars since they started this thing. We're going to talk about it tomorrow. Therese, thank you. Jameson Haygood up next. Check out the podcast. Peace. <laughs>